0: Attention, listeners, learn, grow, do, repeat with Jamie Tatino. You know it will never be 100% perfect, though you can chase it. Every piece of knowledge you add to your tool belt just makes you a more rounded person. Jamie is going to be raining value every single episode, along with the amazing guests that he has on the show. They'll be from all walks of life, from all different industries, all sharing their amazing and individual unique stories. Everyone has a story. Everyone has learnings from their experiences, and we want to share that with you. As Jamie loves to say, let's go get it. Alrighty, everyone, welcome to the first ever episode. First ever episode. We've got a very good friend of mine. Uh, can't wait to get stuck into it. None other than Mr. Josh Diaz, all the way here in Melbourne from. L.A., chasing a massive dream in the film industry. Uh, He's here in Melbourne for six weeks. So I called him up and said, hey, man, let's get lunch. And when we're on lunch, I I put it on him. I said, hey, we're doing a podcast and you're in. (laughs) Um, So he's made it out here on a Sunday. Um, Pleasure to be here. Josh, welcome to the show, man.
1: Thank you, brother. Always good to see you, my man.
0: Love it, love it, love it. So thanks for getting on board and uh, getting behind for the first show. No, I'm excited. I'm 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 pumped. This could go anywhere. Like I said just before, there's no time limit, so we'll just wing it. Um, But I've got a few things to get. Into it, uh, but I want to start with some uh, Rapid Fire, alright? Yeah, let's do it. Favourite song right now?
1: Ooh. Right that, now. That uh, Sam Sam Smith, uh, David Guetta, Lose control. control, I think it is. Lose
0: Control? Oh, I'm drunk right. enough. And he even sings for us too. This is good. <laughs> this is a <another laughs> yeah. podcast. This is an album. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: yeah, that one, that, that new club hit, I think it's... Um, alright, we'll Sam Smith. Sam Smith, David Guetta. It's i right, it out. It's nice,
0: Alright, cool
1: I'll make no promises Oh, I know that one Yeah, okay, no I got it
0: Yeah, I got ya yeah. I got ya Yeah, good, okay Favourite song to get pumped up to?
1: Oh, man Annie Up by uh, Buster Rhymes And The Hood Beat. One song that's, 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 that's the song? Yeah, it's the song It's, it's called, called it? Annie Up by Buster Rhymes Okay, got you
0: feature, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Favourite
1: movie? Man, that's, that's a tough one for As me As an
0: actor, you know you're, you're, you're into it
1: uh, Let me just the, the best movie I've seen in a very long time Is this new uh, black and white film called Roma by uh, Alfonso Cura, who's okay. a Mexican film. director. You've recently seen that. That just came out recently. Uh, saw that in LA, and it's on Netflix right now. Literally the best movie I've seen. I, I would like to think ever. Really? Just purely like. What's it about? It's 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 about it's based on his life, and he has adapted it obviously for this new film, and it's this young maid, uh, Latina made in Mexico, Mexico City. And basically just follows her relationship with the family that she's working for and looking after. And you see all the the inner relationships between her and the kids and her yeah. and the mother, even her and the dog, and, and then her and the husband <laughs> who's yeah. cheating. And it's black and white, you said. It? It's all in black and white, all in Spanish. But when was the, it made? This year. Oh, like I don't know if it was made this year, but it just been released this year. Yeah, okay. Um, but not even in my regular life have I been that available to be moved in so many different directions. Well. And that's what that move did for me. What was it called? It's
0: called Roma. Roma, know. Uh, I will have to watch it. And it's on Netflix as well. So on
1: Netflix are right now, streaming.
0: Okay, tonight. It's game on. Yes, sir. So. What is one thing that you hate or dislike and you can't say coriander?
1: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> I had to put the word dislike because I don't like the word hate. I yeah, don't, really, I don't hate like, anything. Exactly, I'm the same. I dislike a lot of things, but dislike, I don't hate
1: One thing I dislike is how we can be so unkind to each other.
0: Okay, I like that. Okay, cool, cool. Funniest or craziest... Craziest thing you've ever done, thing ever done. or craziest?
1: I uh, I went to uh, Sexburg about two years with uh, our friend Alex Tartus yeah, and, yeah. Elm, and there happened to be a throne there, similar to like the the Game of Thrones okay. throne, but it was yeah. made out of penises, <laughs> you know, instead of swords. <laughs> and I sat on that chair and Pride. pretended to be this. Uh, this European porn star, and I <laughs> signing autographs. And really? Got like all these people lining up, taking photos of me, and it was that all the guys were in on it, it was great. Yeah. So, you had people like
0: the guests 100%. of Sexpo as well that were just walking there. They were walking,
1: they just saw me sitting there. And you would have been owning it as you do. Uh, 100%. Name was Rico Boom. They <laughs> <laughs> had the whole thing Rico Boom. <laughs> they had Tatterson in the corner, like, yeah, come get your signature with Rico Boom and Callum as well. Like, and you guys and just winged tits. it on the spot. Everything. You just winged it on the on spot. spot, like you spot. saw it there. I was like, 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 I'm doing
0: this. So what was that chair meant to be doing anyway?
1: I think it was a part of a like an exhibit that no one, like it just no one was at there. that like, time you it, know, was and it was empty. So I just took advantage of it. And so you guys owned it one hundred percent. That was my how chair. Long, how long did it last until? I one hundred percent was there for like 35, 40 minutes.
0: Did you guys leave? We got kicked out.
1: No, no, we just left. Like, like I think that's enough. Like, just, Rico's we're, done. We just He's it. busy. He's <laughs> got work to do. <laughs> <autographs. Yeah. laughs> did you just, did just make, make up some syndicate, or did you just like oh, yeah. everyone was different? Like I was just like same kind of thing cursive not too similar to mine what was just your name sorry Rico Jamie Bui. I'll give you one <laughs> to Jamie all the best <laughs> was, that was for really the craziest thing that uh that was it's funny. pretty funny too in the moment too you know, yeah it's just like winging it walking through just going for like, it fuck you know. it 100%. make it happen
0: that's what I'm about books or audiobook audiobooks so you'd rather listen than read yeah, yeah, yeah. summer or winter mm, summer yeah, that's why you moved that LA yeah
1: yeah I mean, I'm good in either weather, but I just think people have more energy. You know, not everyone's totally. op- as, as optimistic or, you know, uh, in charge of their mindset during winter.
0: Yeah, it's weird like that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think the yeah, rain, the cold. Release. Even here, like as soon as the sun, especially in Melbourne, because we get every single season in, in five minutes. Yeah, yeah, you know, so I think as soon as the sun comes out, everyone says good morning to each other. Everyone's like, hey, how's your day Then It was like two two months ago when it was pissing down rain and it was freezing. You didn't want to know me. Yeah, now you the sun's out. You're going to be worse, mate. Sad. It's funny you say that When I was on, on site Similar to what Your uh, past um, When we, it was 35 degrees We could heat it off mm-hmm. And when it was 35 degrees Everyone was Best mates on site It oh, didn't yeah. matter Who you were When everyone was leaving And like running out People were saying Hello to everyone Like Again, half an hour before, everyone hated each other Thanks. It's like, you're a plumber, I'm a carpenter, don't come near me You're a sparky, don't don't talk to me If your shit's in my way, bad luck But as soon as I was 35, everyone was best mates It was like, we're all humans again Are
1: you help with that, mate <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: You want me to help pack up so we can get out of here, hit the <laughs> beach It was cool It all worked um, Okay If you could choose to have lunch with any one person in the world Any one person Anywhere Anyone, anywhere But you've only got a two hour limit Who would have been? So it's not like a twenty-four hour mm. date. It's yeah, like two yeah, hours great. you got. <laughs> Anyone, in the world,
1: Anyone in the world,
0: and you could go anywhere. Who would it be, and where would you go?
1: Right now, it'd be David Goggins.
0: David Goggins, love it for sure. Where?
1: Where, man, I'll, I'll, I'll go to Sizzler with him. I don't really <laughs> care where we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll have a picnic or something. You yeah, know what I mean, like it David Goggins. David Goggins for sure has um, had a remarkable impact. Definitely. In you know five six weeks of you know I, I first heard his podcast with Joe Rogan like a year ago. And it was always in the back of my mind, you know. I was like, "Oh man, this guy's great." And then some things happened in my life, and then put me in a position to be open to actually receive the information that he's actually putting out there, his story, yeah. And to be truly affected on a you know energetic level, yeah. And then put what he kind of does, or some of the practices he does, into practice. And man, yeah, I, 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 I'm just a different person now. Love it. So I appreciate that. So I'd love to get some FaceTime with him.
0: So sit down with him for two hours, just pick his brain.
1: Yeah. I know what he's going to say, man. It's like, you just need to keep going. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you just want to hear it from him in the flesh yeah. instead of watching on a YouTube video. Definitely. 100%. Definitely. What was um, 10-year-old Josh like? Scared. Well, scared. Um, what were some of your positives, like your strengths that you probably look back on now that were there? Maybe some of the weaknesses or the limiting beliefs that you think you might have had? Um, yeah.
1: When, 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 I, like, when I was 10... I was very, very, very timid, very scared, very quiet. Um, I had an interesting upbringing, so I mean, for me, it wasn't a really—it was a survival mode for me. Yeah. For ten years old, so it wasn't too many, I guess, happy times I could recall. But I mean, you know, that's life. You know how it yeah, is. Yeah, Yeah, definitely scared.
0: Scared, timid
1: quiet kept to myself
0: positives any strengths that you look back on now that you think <gasps> oh, I was good at this um, or, or I had this or had this or whatever it may have been
1: I guess I could say you know I had family um, yeah you know we ate we had food yeah uh, yeah there's, there's some good things I had a roof on my head closed yeah. those are the most positive things I could think of those okay. times
0: love it love it so now you've made the journey We well, spent most of 2018 in LA mm-hmm. um, we'll get to that but before that like where did where did you what, what happened with school where, where did school go how far did you get in school did you do uni Tafe college any of that what work did you get into give us a give us a lowdown of say from 15/ 16 till you know 21 22
1: all right yeah uh, 14 I made the decision to uh, go out on my own I ran away from home okay you know, so I started doing my thing. I kept going to high school. I had a local job at a pizzeria, yeah, making pizzas. You know, same, same school. school, same school, yeah. everything. You know, just had, you know, got my own place and stuff. Wow. Well, okay. Um, started making pizzas and whatnot, and then I got all the way to the 11th grade for VCU. You know, so like, so I like, get yeah, SATs for the Americans. Yeah, they? yeah, yeah. And then, the, and then the final year, I did like a, a sports. It's for people who are gifted in sports. Okay. Um, year 12. yeah thing, So it was still VC or SAT kind of level, but it was all based around sports. So it's like you want to write an essay, it's about a sportsman. Okay. You know, you want to do something. It was all relevant to sport. Yeah. Uh, yep. So I did that.
0: And what was your sport? Like, Did you have a thing on sport?
1: Yeah, I was, I, I was, a, I was a runner and awesome. AFL. Yeah, Love I was, it. I was playing AFL. Yeah. yeah. So those were my sports. And basically, I, I always knew I wanted to move back to Melbourne because I lived in the country yep. for a couple of years there. And I got a full-time job working at Repco <laughs> love it. as a delivery driver. Now, I, I didn't have anyone to teach me how to drive, obviously. Okay. So, like...
0: Did you legally have a license or you just winged it as well? No, no.
1: So, I faked all my hours in my logbook. Well. Wow. And I'd never driven before. And I went in to go for my actual license. hmm And coming out of the intersection of Vic Roads, I almost got T-boned. <laughs> so, I didn't even get out of the actual building. It's like, you need to turn around. Fail instantly. That was the first time. Like when you're doing the test? it was like, all right, cool, we'll start the test now. Go to to the stop sign, almost get T-boned, coming out of their car park. (laughs) So it was instant fail. I was like, all right, whatever. So I came back like a month later. I passed magically, I don't know how. (laughs) Yeah. And then the first time I ever drove in a car alone uh, was my first day at this delivery driving job. And So I got through the first day. No crashes. I was like, oh, this is easy. You can do and this. Driving's great. And then the next day, I think it was about 9 a.m. I uh, I backed into a wall. Broke the back tail light. Boss comes in. He's like, you, you know, what'd you do? And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. He's like, all oh, right, it's fine. It's fine. I understand. I things, things happen. happen things yeah, happen. Yeah. And then about two yeah. hours later, I smashed the other one. Oh. and I Did both tail lights. <laughs> yeah. in, you know In the day, I think it would have been better if I just did them at the same time. Correct. Yeah, definitely. And then he comes and just <laughs> looked at me, and I was just like, I'm so sorry. Was this
0: in the yard or in the car park? This oh, is
1: okay. at a mechanic's place. Okay. The mechanic called up and was like, look, your driver just hit my wall, blah, blah. blah. So he already <laughs> knew before I came in. So I was <laughs> like, oh, man, I'm getting fired. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was basically just like, let's just call this a bad day. And I was like, oh. Hey. Well, don't worry. Repco had the part
0: to replace it anyway. So well, exactly. good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So we
1: did that. And, you know, I got off. And I was there for like six months. And I never really knew what I wanted to do, like, life-wise. I knew I didn't want to be a tradie. I knew I didn't want to go to uni or college or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. But I had no real direction to follow, you know, I was, I was living by myself, you know, I was being my own man. Yeah. Um, but I was always, you know, movies were my escape as a kid, TV, film, yeah. and music. Entertainment was all very great for me, kind of gave me the permission to feel things, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, and be okay about it. Yeah. And one of the guys, I used to do a lot of impressions, and like, I, I could remember pages and pages of dialogue from movies. I watched a movie once and I remember the whole thing. Well. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the guy I worked with, he was basically like, he's like "Why, why don't you be an actor?" You know. And I'd heard this a couple of times, and I was like, I was eighteen, and I was just like, um, you know, I don't know. Like, had, had you thought about it before then? Like, no. Before he, not really, like I'd been told it before, but okay. I hadn't like been like, hmm, "Should I be an actor?" Yeah. It was just like, oh, it's a possibility." Know. Yeah. Like, whatever, you know. Yeah. And I, rem- I just remembered this distinctly. I, I drew. I went out on my shift, and I went for like an hour drive to this place in the country. And I was like, I kind of thought about it. I was like, well, you know, I really love acting. Like as in the movies and stuff, like I love the impressions and stuff. And it kind of clicked in my head where it wasn't, it was just like, why can't I do that? And not the fact that it was like, why can't I do that? But then realizing, well, I can do that. Like I'm free. Like I'm absolutely free. Like I can chase that if I really Mm. wanted to. And then it was just zero to a hundred real quick. I got back and I just started looking at acting schools. and so you 18 at the time? I was 18 yep. at the time. Yep. I was looking at acting schools. You know, I'm like, all right, cool. an acting school here in Caulfield in Melbourne. You know, it's a two-hour train ride. I can do that every Wednesday after my shift and come back at midnight and go to work again. So I was doing that for like a month. And then I had a family member pass away. And then all in that two weeks, I was like, no, I'm just moved to Melbourne. So I moved to Melbourne. Um, I had some friends working on the railway they yeah. telling me how much they are making and you know, no education or whatever and I was like yes absolutely I can work with my get needs. Me yeah. you know and so then I, I organised to get that done that course and then I was in Melbourne for like 3-4 months finally got the call and I was like you know what if I'm going to do this I need to be in America I need to um, I need to be studying at their schools it's, you know they've got some of the best actors in the world Yeah. and so I found a school I'd reached out to them and stuff and all these beautiful things were just kind of happening at once and then I got a job in the mines, so okay. you, know, you know what that means. You Definitely get paid. Yeah, <laughs> you're making money. <laughs> you're so making great like, cash. You know, I'm gonna jump on the rail, save money, so I can go to this acting school and yep. afford to live there for a year or yep. two years, however long it may take. Yeah. So that's basically what I did. You know, I reached. I, I went over to WA and I was just saving and saving and working harder than ever. before. Well, what was your work. shifting like? What was your shift? Still four weeks on, one week off. Wow. You know, yeah. And with arguably the best rail crew in, in the world, we have hold of. But like the fastest amount of track, lane yeah, yeah, and all these yeah. type of things. In that
0: four weeks, did you have any days off, or was like actually four so you, weeks? So, you straight? worked
1: 13 days, one day off, 13 wow. days, one day off, and you have your seven days off. I still had that vision though. You know, I, I actually gave up. A co- I'm like, you know what? I'm 19. I'm making like three and a half grand a week. Like, I'm good. Like, I can have three or four houses. Like, I can live that kind of, yeah. you know, that lifestyle. Like, I don't really need to chase that. Yeah. Like, I'm making money. You know what I mean? I'm living a great life. It was comfortable doing that, eh? It was comfortable. It was and then, And every time I would watch a movie, you know, Foxtel. Yeah. Now they have the previews for the movie channels. Yeah. And like, that would just inspire, but also tear me apart. Yeah, because I knew bit. how much it, it made me feel. You know, how inspired it made me feel. I was like, yeah. I just need to be doing that. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, okay, well, all right. You know, so I'm back on track, you know. And it was like, like I say, I give up. I'm talking like I give up for like a day. Yeah, you know? of course. And then I try and watch a movie. that self-doubt thought, though. It's mm-hmm. just that doubt that we have. Yeah. And so I did that. And then eventually I got accepted into Stellar Adler, which is a pretty um, pretty recognizable school. You know? How old at this stage? So I was like 19. Okay. I've like been doing this for like six months, or seven yep. months. Yeah. And I, and I saved up money and I got in. And basically, I came back to Melbourne, and it was just like, I'm just going to relax for the last six months before I move away for two years. Yep. And i ended up moving up to the Gold Coast to relax, and then I was like, what This what? what am I doing? What is this? Like, I don't even like being yeah. up here. It's so slow. And I was like, oh, I need, I need to get a job or something. So then okay. I got a job at selling charity.
0: So why did you have that six months off? Is that because the class was going to start?
1: Yeah, it started late, in May and we were basically finishing up in like September or something. Okay. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go home or I'm going to go somewhere and enjoy and relax hang out for a bit. and just chill. You know, yeah. save the money. I'm good. Yeah. Um, and I went up to the Gold Coast with me and Cal. Yeah. And basically I was doing like door to door sales. You know, and this is where I kind of got like the first influences of like mindset and yeah, like, yeah. you know, keeping your head self-development, and, yeah. and self development. You know, a lot of these guys, these salesmen, you know, you're going and knocking on people's door trying to sell them a charity. <laughs> Everyone's like, no one wants that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then to be able to like convince people and persuade them in an honest direction. Yeah. And get them to sign it's like oh this is kinda cool. And yeah. You kinda learn how to connect and talk to people, which is imperative in any totally. job in life, you know what yeah. I mean? So I did that and then I moved back to Melbourne. <laughs> Um, so you did that for six
0: months at daughter at law in Gold I, Coast. I did that
1: for like four months and then I was like, sh- you know, I'm not making that much money from it because okay. it's commission only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was only getting good at the end, but I'm still spending the money that I saved from the mines. So and yeah. all of a sudden I've spent all, you know, not all, of it, but like a good amount of money that I had planned for America. I'm like, I need to go home and make some money. <laughs> so then there was this shutdown um, here in Melbourne that I knew it was like, it was crazy money. It was like $90 an hour twelve wow. shifts. Yeah. Like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So then I called up the company and I knew he was from New Zealand, this guy. But I mean I had never met him. So when I called him on the phone, I pretended that I was one of the bros. <laughs> I was like, Oh, killed him, my bro. Just uh heard you got a shutdown. Wanna come down for a couple of shifts? See? He's like, Oh yeah, sweeters, come here on ne- you know, come here next week and sign up and next thing I was on the shutdown. And then all of a sudden I worked like eighteen days and just made all that money that I just lo- you know, spent. Awesome. Yeah, boom. And then boom, yeah. you know, I was in LA and, and I just I wow. had no I don't know what it was. I didn't know anyone in Los Angeles. Hold on.
0: So before we get to LA, before we get to that part, obviously there was like you moved to the Gold Coast and thought, I'll just chill. Mm-hmm. Then you spent some cash and it's like, mm-hmm. shit, mm-hmm. that's the cash I wanted for LA. How much time did you have to make that cash back? Like on the rails here in Melbourne when, the, when you know, I came shutdown? back, I think
1: I had like two months. Okay. If but I didn't, if I didn't leave that day that I left, I would have, you know, I would have missed out on that That, that down. Yeah. Which yeah. made me like 20 grand and two yeah. weeks
0: or something yeah. you know yeah. something crazy like that so if you, like to me like, I'm just thinking about it now I'm just saying okay cool Well, he could have you could have done nothing for two months mm-hmm. and still gone to LA mm-hmm. and try to make it work on that smaller budget that you had but why did you decide that you needed to go and make more money like why
1: well I knew I couldn't work in LA legally yeah right because I'm on a student visa correct um, all, all you know I, I paid my first six months of school which was like fifteen grand. Yeah. And is that everyday school? Like the, the the Yeah, yeah. So it's like five days a week. Okay. Yeah. You know. And the more you progress in the program obviously there's rehearsal days for plays and stuff like that. Yeah. But I knew that like I you know, I had no fan like I had no one else to go to, you know. Yeah. I mean? Like I'm doing this all by myself. So yeah. I'm like, well, I can't go there with ten grand. You know what I mean? For two years, like, let's be realistic. Yeah, okay. I, I still got to find an apartment. I still got to pay that rent. I yeah. still got to eat. got to live. You know what I mean? I still... And then I got to pay the school for tuition, which was like another 25... 20 grand that I still had to pay. You know what I mean? So I was like, yeah, I got I to go make money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Otherwise, this is just going to be a complete, you know, why waste did of time. Just,
0: Why did you just... I know that you knew the rail and you knew, like, that system, but why not just, like, go and get a job at Maccas or something? Like, did you start straight at the top and, like, trying to make... The top amount of money, and then was that your goal to work down? Like, why not just get a job making coffee?
1: I had a couple of friends who had just jumped on the rail, and they told me they'd work, you know, Friday, Saturday night, and i will make it fifteen hundred bucks.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, and just for the shutdown period. This, yeah. is, this is, you know, in any general, day, you know, yeah. in general,
1: that so it was it's kind of standard of money, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, well, hell yeah! Like, I, you know, how much money I could save mm. if I'm making that, and I'm only working that, or yeah. if I'm working a lot, how much even more I can save. Correct. So I'm like. Well, let me jump on the rail. If I'm making two G's a week or three G's a week, I can save nearly all of that, and Correct. then I can get there quicker. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. It's all about I mean. like time periods. Like, all right, well, I'm twenty. I'm twenty now or nineteen now. Yeah. Like, I need to. I've got two months to get. You know, shoot. I need to get done. Yeah. Like, you know, I need, I need to get my. I need to get that momentum going yeah. because this is a, a lifetime thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, obviously, the earlier you get started, you know, I feel like it's the better. It is for You, you know, yeah. what I mean? You've an advantage. Game. You learn, you learn, you learn. Hundred percent. So I was like, I let me jump on the rail, you know, why wouldn't I want to earn three grand a week, you know, and, and instead of making like four or five hundred in yeah. a cafe.
0: And working probably three times the amount of hours. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. I'm like,
1: absolutely, I'll jump on the rail and I can save quick, yeah. pay for what I need to, and then... And you already
0: had that skill and knowledge anyway. So going in there, it wasn't like you had to learn something new. Like You already knew that. 100%. It was yeah. almost just like going, it was like being back in WA. It was just yep. here. Yep. Just, you're just banging out for two months and then I'm out. Yep. Basically. So then, yeah, you moved to LA, you went to the school... That whole process started.
1: Yeah, so I so I got off the plane, terrified. Yeah, I'm like, what am I doing? You know, I've never really been out of the country. I think I went to Thailand or something once. Yeah. So I'm leaving all my friends behind, and you know, that, they're they're my family basically. So I'm I'm leaving them all behind, and I get on this plane. And I'm just, I'm scared. I'm terrified. I didn't know a single soul. The only person in the United States that I talked to was the dean of the school. That was via Skype. So yeah. like, I'm going to a country with 370 million people, and I don't know a single soul. <laughs> I'm going, I have no yeah. idea, so yeah. I, I get there, and I'm like, all right, let's do this, so I get through customs and whatnot, I get in the cab, and I'm like, uh, all right, we need to find me an apartment, it's a Saturday morning, 7.30 a.m., I'm like, well, let's go find my school first, um, and my school's on Hover Boulevard, and so we go to the school, I'm like, all right, cool, let's try and find an apartment close to here so I can walk, so we're driving around, calling up all these real estate numbers, you know, on the buildings and stuff like that. And then eventually we go into one real estate agent and then we look at all the listings and I call this one place. I'm like, no, too much. You can call this other place. And I find a place in the Hollywood Hills um, under the Hollywood sign. I'm like, all right, let me go check this place out. <laughs> and so I go check this place out and, and this little Jewish guy is still a friend of mine now. One of the nicest people and I definitely believe he was like a gift. To me, because LA is full of not so nice people. Okay. Yeah. And he, first thing he opens the door, I called him up and he's like, "Yeah, come, come check it out now." He was in a position where he needed some money, okay. As well, so he answered the door and he's like, "Oh my God, you look like an actor." And I was just like, "Yes, absolutely." <laughs> Already winning. Only been here for five hours and winning. I looked at the place and it was, it was awesome. It was this beautiful place, <laughs> and I was like, "I'll, I'll, um, I'll give you six months' rent right now." And he just looked at me, he's like, "On my, like, yeah, okay, sure." Absolutely. Um, wow. And I'm like, oh, can I can I move in today. And he's like, Oh, I, I can't. I mean, I, I have a week left before I'm going back to Canada. And I'm like, Oh, I'm going to stay for a week. And, and then um, he's like, Look, let me drive around to all the hotels and whatnot and see if there's a place you can stay for a week. And it was playoff time in LA and everything was booked out. yeah and by this point, it was like a 35, 40 degree day in LA. It was hot. Standard, yeah. yeah. And. I'm jet lagged, like I'm passing out in his car, you know, this complete stranger and I'm basically falling asleep and he's like, You can tell you what, come to my place. Um, you know, there's, there's two bedrooms in this place. He's like, Stay in this in here, you know, i charge you like fifty dollars a night or something like yeah. that until I leave. Yeah. So basically I did that and, nice. and he was taking me to school and like he was he was he was really showing me LA like a version that most people wouldn't be able to yes, because from they, a don't, local. they yeah. don't care about you, yeah. you know what I mean? Correct, definitely. And I went to school And then completely Just was out of my depth But I just knew that I had this mindset I was like Whatever they need I'm just gonna Out of your adapt In what
0: way They're like Skill level Or just like Personally didn't feel In what way like what, How did you feel out of depth
1: Well I mean In life You know You put on layers And layers Of personality That you know Protect that That little boy and girl Inside yeah. of all of us You yeah. know what I mean So for yeah. me With my upbringing there's a lot of layers You know And to be an actor You need to be fully available and you kind of see how much armor you put on when you're trying to go in an acting class and hit a scene that requires you to be vulnerable. You know, so I'm doing all these scenes. Next thing I'm crying all the time. I'm like, what's going on here? Crying um, for the
0: scene or crying because you were just crying? Just,
1: just releasing, you know, just releasing all these things that were blocking blocking me. And, like, that was a lot of people. And then all of a sudden you, you realise, you know, there's the artist inside you and, and, you, and you do feel things and you, and you do have these kind of artistic outlooks on, like, Movies, TV, film, life—you know—and you, so you're changing and changing and changing, mm-hmm. and a little that leaves you open a little bit to vulnerability. And and what I noticed was I was getting taken advantage a little bit by some people. And me, I'm, a, I'm always a fighter, you know what I mean. So I never really took that. So I had some issues with some of my teachers, you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, But I was learning a lot, and I, I always made sure I did the work. Yeah, you know, you know, you might not know what you're doing, but if you can. At least put the work in. Show the up. effort kind of shows, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it's funny, when you go to an acting school, you just think that everyone loves acting and they want to be an actor. And it's like, yeah, that might be true. But when you got to get up and, and do a scene in front of the class, you know, you'd be very surprised how many people actually put their hand up. It's like they all got to go, but they're all going to sit there and, and wait for someone else. How many people in the class? Like 15 to 20. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just, uh, I had a lot, like a lot of my teachers were always throwing a lot of Marlon Brando stuff at me. Mm-hmm. um I guess you know they felt like I looked like him or whatever you <laughs> yeah. know so like I, I was always doing a lot of res- research on him and you know doing because they went to that school okay yeah um so then I always knew and some of the teachers that ta- taught them as well you know they were basically like he was that was the first to work that was the first to get up you know and I'm like absolutely I'm doing that you know what I mean so like and that's
0: stuff that you can control 100% like, you can control turning 100%. up half an hour before like class starts or work starts or whatever it is. Always, yeah. and you
1: know, so as soon as, as, soon as they were, the teacher was like, "All right, who's up next?" I just I was terrified, petrified, you know what I mean. But I stood up always without doubt. I just that was the reaction: just stand up. Because if I stand up, it's too late. I got, I got to <laughs> you go. You can't sit back down. Yeah, you know what I mean. I got to go do it. Yeah. And yeah. that was my thing. And then a lot of people would just be coming up to me, like, well, "You know, how do you do that?" I'm like, "It's like I just stand up. Like, it's like, oh, we're to, like we're here to learn. Yeah. Like, I'm not here to watch. Other I'm coming away from fucking Australia. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not here to." Chase my dreams and then let the fear keep me in the chair. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you know. So the, a lot of these people that they they're like lawyers or they're just you know rich kids from other countries that are trying to you know they want to be the actor but they don't really want to put in. Yeah, there's a know, want I mean, it, and it, or is, there's I the really there's the it. fear. You yeah. know, which is real in all of us. But I just me, I'm always if there's no adversity, I really kind of struggle to find. Like in that situation, like dumb. honestly,
0: what's the worst thing that could happen? Exactly. Like if you stood up and you forgot your lines and you full stuffed it up, like. What's the worst thing that could happen? There's the just all right, Josh, sit down.
1: Well, it's not even that. They'll just be like, oh, let's go again. Even you, better. You know what I mean? Even on a, on a film set, like people, they, they get so worried and so anxious. They're like, oh my God, I didn't do it, no more lines. It's like, hey, man, it's not a one take shot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like, all right, yeah, cut, let's point. go again. Good you point. know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah. I feel like that's one thing in life where, you know, in life sometimes you don't have that opportunity. You know, definitely. you, you kind of need to nail it the first yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, it's more challenging but in acting it's like you can be whoever you want act however you want and then be able to do it as many times as you want yeah. obviously within reason you of course yeah <laughs> yeah. You can't do but it, again, that's you what separates do again. To yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah definitely so it's, it's just kind of this world where you can kind of walk around and be whoever you want and then all of a sudden you know you don't need to be that you know that that, that covered up person that you might be in Australia because yeah. of the you know the life you've had there do you reckon
0: that helped not so much like the acting and then having to be vulnerable but more going somewhere else, as in LA, mm-hmm. not knowing anyone, and then you could almost, like, create a new Josh. Like, you create, this is the person I want to become. Like, this is the person i always dreamt of being. This is who I want to be. I can go there, be that, live in it, and then bring that back with me to Australia. Was that sort of almost what happened?
1: Yeah, pretty much. There was, you know, all of a sudden I was this, you know, very deep and creative person like you know you always you have kind of traces of these in your personality yeah. growing up well, I did yeah. but it wasn't like I wouldn't define myself as an artist when I was growing up okay. but now I'm like 100% yeah. you know what I mean like i yeah. creativity just flowing always yeah. through me yeah. you know? and I'm yeah. constantly trying to be as open as possible Yeah, um, one thing that I, what definitely changed me in LA was realising how much I didn't know about the world Okay, you know yeah. and, and being uneducated in just people and in history not so much like what's the square root of twenty five, like you know things that <laughs> yeah. don't really matter, but actually why people are who they are, yeah. and why we have acted the way we have mm. in the world, you know, mm. just mm. people anthropology. So then all of a sudden I got this this crazy obsession which is research, and then I'm documentaries, and I'm reading books, and I'm reading plays, and. And you see the plays that are influenced by like the Great Depression or you got Chekhov yeah. Who's, yeah. who's writing about all the rebellions what year
0: were you there? so what that would have been
1: 2013 and 14 I think it was okay.
0: so it was sort of just as the whole like the GFC sort of started to come back up yeah the,
1: the, when I went there the dollar was at like 91 cents yeah. so I was there in
0: 2012 for a holiday and it was just it was over a dollar ten yeah. or something so yeah. you're probably back on the well as America was getting their shit back together Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. so you definitely would have seen a very different America to what it might be even today
1: yeah, well, I feel like LA is just one of those places that just doesn't really change too much. You don't really okay. see it.
0: Doesn't impact it as much.
1: They don't show it. Okay. You know, it definitely impacts think. it. Yeah, but Absolutely. obviously they don't you know, show it. It's it's Hollywood. You know, the the yeah. idea we got from the movies and TV, and then you go there, and you're like, this place is actually pretty ghetto. You know, it's got the most homeless people in all of America. Um, crime's crazy. You know, what I mean, there's there's the boroughs of every every, every sort of lifestyle there. But they've got a really great marketing. Tool to promote it to the rest of the world. It's yeah. like this is L.A. baby, this is film music, the city of it's lights, yeah. you know, city of angels. You yeah. go there, and it's like, what is this? This is not <laughs> yeah. even you know remotely. what I felt I thought the exact it was. same way. You know what I mean? But I felt the exact like same way. Any place, you know what I mean? It, it also made me appreciate being from Melbourne. Yeah, definitely. Or Australia in, in yeah. general, but definitely yeah. Melbourne. But you see people for what they really are, and I think that's an amazing tool to have mm-hmm. in life because all of a sudden you have these gifts and you're like. Huh I know exactly What you're doing here I see your angle And Cool you do you man Do you
0: reckon You learn a bit of that skill From that period of Door to door sales
1: That too Yeah, yeah. I understand like Reading body language yeah. And tone. Understanding people Yeah yeah, yeah. Definitely um, building And rapport. then being
0: an actor Having to sometimes Play the role of someone Being scared Or pl- actually play Even though you're not scared Or play the role of someone timid Play the role of someone Excited Then you almost Start to feel that And then you can see it In someone else's eyes When they're playing that Trait, Mm -hmm. you can pick up on it.
1: I think one of the most important things for any actor, I would like to say anyone, because I feel like acting can translate straight into a real person to become a better person. Because at the end of the day, acting is all about being available and open. You know what I mean? So if I'm sitting here and I'm open with you, you don't have to say anything, but I instantly can feel how you're feeling just about how you sound or how you look I don't need to you know pick up on anything it's already there the information you just have to trust within yourself yeah definitely you know what I mean so it's like yeah like you're playing a a character that's scared but at the end of the day it's like I'm not playing that I either am that or I'm not that and that's the difference between a great actor and then an actor Mm. you don't really want to be acting you want to be living yeah you know what I mean you just want to be being in that moment and that's what it breaks it down to so just always being open and kind of tearing away all these Armour and plates That we put on ourselves That's what it truly comes
0: Again to. Like you said as well That's life Like being present exactly. In the moment Like you don't have to Pretend to play A certain role Or play a certain Whatever it might be Like you're just present In that moment Whatever it is It just happens And that's you Right there There and there. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. Alright cool So that was when you were 20 21 Tw- First I time in LA 20, 21, yeah. yeah So then what happened after that? Did you come back? Did you stay?
1: So I ran out of money. So I ended up getting the scholarship to the school because I knew I couldn't get the tuition. Okay. So I got the scholarship, but it still wasn't enough to cover like food and rent and like, <laughs> basic yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I ended up leaving LA with some pretty- How long were you there for? I was there for like 10 months. Okay. Or 11 months. Yeah. And great experience, but also had some forming experiences as well. You know what I mean? Had some negative, or I guess character building, let's place yeah. it that way. Yeah. So I don't see it yeah. negative anymore. Definitely. But at the time, I wasn't equipped to deal with what was happening. Yeah, some of the yeah. things. So basically, From where, like
0: social circles or um,
1: yeah, social circles, uh, just like the, the the dark side of Hollywood that you kind of hear about. Yeah, you know what I mean.
0: Being 20, the me too really thing. You know yeah, what I mean? You yeah, know, yeah. If, you, if yeah. you're a
1: good-looking guy in LA, it's it's it can be pretty uh, pretty ostentatious for some people. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So definitely. I had some experiences, you know, learned, and I came back. And I was like, I'm going to go back to Australia. I'm going to get the correct visa, the working visa, that's going to allow me to come back here and work as an actor. So I'm like, all right, this will take me like 10 months. Okay. I'll put that kind of, you know, I'll go back to the mines. I'll do acting work in between. I'll save up a whole heap of cash and Catching, I'll come back. Yeah, yeah. And that did not happen. It ended up taking me like three and a half years to get that visa.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. So hmm Is that I, the actual general process or that is just how no, long it took you? That's just
1: how long it took me. Um, you know, you could... Do two episodes on neighbours because what happens is you need basically have credits, you know, like you need to have booked roles for then. So when you go to apply for the visa, they're like, "All right, what have you done before?" I, like you can't just be an actor because you say you are. Correct. Like yeah. show me what you've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean. Makes so sense. if you've got no credits, you've got a couple of short films. You know what I mean. But that's that's not going to get you a visa in America. Uh, yeah, it's the okay. hardest country to get into in yeah, the world. Definitely. Yeah, So then I, I not only needed that, I not, not only needed to save money, but I need to get these credits. Yeah, so okay. I went back to WA working for BHP. Yeah. And I was miserable, you know. I just was living my best life, and then I'm coming back to, you know, this habitual tendencies of yeah. trying to be the big macho man, you know, the, on yeah. the railway and stuff. So Did
0: you like, got a bit of slack from the boys? Nah, you no, know, no, like
1: all, all the guys on the rail, like I felt like they were was always it the same supportive. crew, sort of, the same. Like I knew company. these people, yeah, yeah. Like I'd worked for them before yeah. the first time. Yeah. So they were always supportive, you know, and I was awesome. doing auditions when I was in the mines, you know, they would read, these, these miners were, you know, reading lines with me and oh, filming awesome. auditions and yeah. stuff. That's sick. Um, so they are always supportive, I always yeah. definitely like that. Like yeah. I never had anyone on the rail to directly to my face be like, "Oh, what are you doing?" Type of thing. Awesome. I yeah. feel like everyone was. It makes like, it easier. Hundred percent. I makes mean, so much easier. I actually, I've thought about this because you hear about, you know, you're always going to hear about the people that are going to knock you down. Yeah. You know, you need to keep going. I'm like, well, what if there's no people knocking you down? You then it's up to only you to keep yourself going. Definitely. So it's like, I feel like that's more pressure. I was about to say the same thing. It's it's it's, it's very easy to go against someone and, like, yeah, I'm going to do this. That's my fuel because so and so said I can't do it. Yeah, but if you've (laughs) got no fuel, it's (laughs) like, you've really got to want it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, all these people are countering you because you're all like, yeah, go, Josh, do it, do it, do it. I was like, all right. And then all of a sudden, you're letting these people down. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So that's the way I kind of saw that. Yeah.
1: So I went back and then I was very unhappy. Very unhealthy mentally okay. in WA, so I came back to Melbourne. Yeah. still on the rail, but just here. Yeah, and this wasn't too long after I would first met you guys. Yeah, definitely. You know, and that and that definitely was huge for me, like meeting you guys, you and Tatterson. Yeah, and your mindset was really starting to come into my daily life and stuff like this. So then all of a sudden, you know, I was, I was gaining these this energy and this positive kind of mindset. Love it. And setting goals, and you know, had you
0: started to give up at all? Not give up, but doubt. Because you first said 10 months And then even after a year Then even after 18 months Like did you start to doubt it That you might not ever go back Or No it It's going to be harder than what it you wasn't, thought It
1: wasn't It wasn't like doubt It was It just It, it was like a uh, It was this. You know Mentally unhealthy Like You know You, you know a lot of the people in WA Like there's a lot of suicide And like you know totally. Working away So like I wasn't at the suicide brink But I, was, I would say I was like not far from, not not that dark, but you know, yeah. I, mean? I was definitely you're the, dark. You're getting there. It, it was it was struggling to find joy in anything. So it's like and I'm not worrying about acting. I'm worrying about getting through the next day. You know what I mean? Finishing the swing. So How did you? Um, just watching movies. Just like I always had that strength within me. You know what I mean? But it's just like really trying to push against that. So that was like kind of my beacon of like. Oh what about God.
0: it though? Like created because I've heard. Like the same thing you know being in the mines it's it can be I think they've got the highest rate of suicide mm-hmm. in that industry mm-hmm. but look from your experiences why does that come on like how does that come on
1: well I feel for me personally it was it was more so that I was so detached so I'd lived this life that I, I wouldn't say it's a lie but it wasn't the real version of me obviously you know it's a protected person you know living in a world where you probably might not feel you, you fit in then all of a sudden you go to a world where you can be whoever you want or who you truly are and then you were accepted for that and you actually congratulated or, you know, commended for being who you are truly, you know, and then you got to go back to that other place mm. and you can't exactly go back there. Well, you could, but it's just definitely more challenging, you know what I mean? And I wasn't in the place to stay as my authentic self in those yeah. places. And I'm not saying I'm a bit, I was a fake person, but, you know, you're a little bit harder. Of course. You're a little bit more armored when yeah. you're around, you know, all these grown men and, yeah. you know, we're doing pretty rough work. Totally. So then all of a sudden, you know, I just became numb. You know, and, I'm, and not only is my—I feel like my dreams are slipping away because it's, I'm not getting any acting work. I'm not getting any credits, or it's like I'm getting auditions, but I can't go to them because I'm in WA. Yeah, okay. It's like, oh, do I lose the job and and the the, the the cash cow just for this one audition that I don't really know if I'm gonna get? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So there was that kind of like tear, 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 tear. You know. Yeah. But yeah. for other people I know specifically, it's they—it's—it's it's the lack of control. And then the control of the money that's there. Mm. So it's like, Mm. I don't know, you know, my kids being bad at school or my wife, you know, isn't happy with me. And I can't go home and fix that because I'm going to lose all this money that I've got from this job. So it's like, do I risk losing her or do I risk losing the job or do I try and fight through it? You know what I mean? And And that can really just keep putting you down, especially if you're away for 28 days. It's a long time. It's, it's a challenge. And it, it's definitely broken a couple of people yeah, that I know. Yeah. You know, in a really bad way.
0: It's sad, it's sad in a way. Um, I'm, I'm sure they're doing... They're putting measures in place to make sure that like, they minimise that. Um, but, you know, it could be something that, you know, you do in mm-hmm. the future. You could end up getting back there and sharing some stories and become like, sharing your journey with these guys. and Because I'm, I'm sure, like, even my journey as a trader, mm-hmm. some of my mates who are relatively young who are our age, who see like what we're doing and what i am moved away from that and they're asking questions like, because they want to do the same thing as well. And it's sort of first for me, I was, I don't want to share. I'm not about sharing, putting myself out there. I was like, you don't know, like there could be someone else who wants to potentially do what you've done, who take on that acting career and make the move to LA and really push it. Um, so putting yourself out there, like you don't know, there might be that one person who says, you know what, fuck it, Josh did it. He was working in the mines, he was working in the rail, he was doing his 12 hour days in WA, couldn't audition, but still made it happen. You know, so all right, cool. So three and a half years, get the visa.
1: <laughs> Man,
0: um, got the so th- how long ago was that? What maybe? So I a got year the, and a half ago.
1: So I got approved last October. Seven,
0: 2017
1: seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Yeah, right. I was in Bali at my yeah. best friend's wedding. We got we got the email. I was like, great, wow. fantastic. Yeah. Like that was amazing. What but a It was only like a half approval. So that's okay. that's approval from the American embassy in America. Like okay. the Americans approved me. Okay. But then I got denied here in the Australian um, consulate just from some ineligibilities. Okay. Um, that yeah. That we re- end up rectifying, but I had to keep going back to straighten out these ineligibilities. Yeah. So I yeah. ended up getting denied eight times. Yeah. Eight times, and I was like, you know what? I'm getting back there. I know I'm gonna be back in LA. Like it was just, oh, aggressive, direct commitment to this dream, and I just wasn't gonna let like someone dictate whether mm, or not I can mm, chase my dreams it's like you want to deny me times. cool I'll come Love back it. you know Love 15 it. grand later 20 grand later whatever it costs you know what I mean like I'm gonna make this happen and then the last time that I went in the gentleman there who's just like wow like he's just like he he he, he basically was just like I don't think this is correct I don't think they took certain things into you know consideration you know so I'm gonna review this and I was like alright that's kind of cool that's different I've never on the 8th time on the 8th time and basically, he's like, I'm going to call you, you know, basically a week and we'll, you know, we'll talk. So, he calls me and he's like, explain these ineligibilities. I'm like, all right, cool. Yep, this is this, 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 this. And he's like, all right, cool. I'll call you back and you'll have my decision. So, basically, he called me back like two weeks later. And... How were you feeling in that moment, in those two weeks? I was just like, you know, it doesn't matter if it's yes now, it's going to be yes sometime. Correct. So i go, go on knife time. You know what I mean, <laughs> So... I'd gone back to a job working foreign one. I'd been doing a huge job yeah. out in the country. So I was doing that thing again. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to save, save because I know I'm going back to LA. Yeah. And I had this beautiful job where I was making, I finally got promoted to like a supervisor role. So I was making some really big money. And yeah. Definitely. In such a short time. And I was just saving, saving, saving. So anyway, so I get the call. He's like, oh, hi, Joshua. It's it's so-and-so from the American Consulate here in uh, St. Kilda. Uh, we'd like to let you know that we have found no ineligibilities in your case. And we're just going to go ahead and give you your visa. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? He's um, like, you, we're going to give you your visa. And I was like, uh, okay. Yes. Fan, like I was just so shocked. Like, not shocked, but like, it, it, it happened. You know what I mean? Like, and every every day, you know, being back in this job where I was away four weeks at a time, every day, like, I'll just be writing. You know, I cannot wait to receive that call where I got my visa approved from my lawyer I cannot wait to be back in LA like I cannot wait to attract a certain group of friends yeah. that's going to constantly inspire mm. you know like all these things that I was writing down like, I mean nothing. I was writing them down every single day I'm meditating I'm writing these things down I'm visualizing I'm like yep you know doing all these things you hear these great speakers yeah. the people that we admire do I'm like I'm just going to I've got nothing but time you I know mean, I'm basically in prison out here you know what I mean I'm away four weeks at a time like I'm doing my 12 hour days in the sun I'm going to make this happen and then when he called me and basically was like you got the visa I was like Yes, alright. It's I'm like it's you. Like I just knew that like I was attracting that. Yeah. And yeah. not giving up on that. And and if you looked on paper statistically, like realistically, that's like a 99% chance how I got through. I mean, I told you it took eight times. You know what I mean? Most of these people were just like cold, cold cut, like no, no, no. But they didn't, you know, this guy had something inside him. Something that the universe put inside him that made him like, let me just double check
0: this. Yeah, let me look into it. You
1: know, and that was the chance and that's what I feel like I created. You know, And I mean? again, if
0: you didn't go back those eight times, if you did it once, okay, cool, I'll try again. And even if you got quit the third time and say, cool, and that, that would have still been acceptable. Like if you said, cool, I tried three times to get my visa.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: couldn't get it for whatever reasons. People would say, well, you know, that's fair enough. Like at least you tried. 100%. You know, and that's okay. But then you still decided to push on Oh, had to be It was like almost like cool. a reward For those efforts It's like cool Again like you said The universe was like Okay cool Well you tried once Twice Three times Four times Five times Six times Seven times Now on the eighth time Luckily this guy Happens to be behind the counter Or wherever he was said, Let me look into this A little bit more mm-hmm. Yeah and, and he's just like happened, How long did this process Take from the first one To the eighth one Like was that The eighth application
1: So Was that from that Ten month period Yeah, yeah. so it's basically In October We got we got the yes Yeah. So we put the application We got the yes Like great and then from October all the way to what was it? I think it was April this year. Oh no, it was May, maybe before that, maybe March. Okay. But there was eight times within there, you know uh, what I mean? So I was just like, whatever it what, takes, four, whatever it takes, whatever it takes, and then boom. It happened. And um, So you went back? I went back, I just booked I straight away I booked the ticket. I'm like, you know what? I'm working a shutdown right now, let me just keep banking it in. Um, and I'll give myself four weeks or something basically you know i had a partner at the time here in melbourne and yep. it absolutely devastated her like she was happy for me of course because she of knew course. this from the get-go yeah. but at the same time I and mean, she's just you know she knew that um, i was gone like, yeah there's nothing gonna, nothing keep gonna me here. You. you know yeah, what I mean? yeah was, definitely there's nothing gonna keep me after here. all
0: those setbacks it was like there's no way i can yeah no
1: and you know, i realized one day i'm like you know what i'm so far into this dream you know like there's no way physically that i don't think i could ever turn back on this and I was like that's, that's comfort for me you, you know you're kind of you're way too far out on the edge Like you can't even swim back you know I was like I may as well just keep going yeah. you know what I mean and yeah, that's, you've gone well past halfway and I, and I love that yeah, yeah. that really made me having like that in itself was an achievement like you know to just swim and swim and swim and swim and then realise like I can't go back that way man that's physically impossible like there's nothing in life that's going to take me all the way back to that shore yeah. in and the what, shore what I'm going you... to is the next one you know what I mean yeah and so I got there and then I got back to LA and then boom all these th- other things that I said that I was writing out would just start so how did you happen. feel when you
0: went to LA like obviously the first time only being 19 20 years old very yeah who knows what the hell is going to happen you know probably the first time out of the country like you said uh, this time what were the differences like mentally physically emotionally like, were you in a completely different person mm-hmm. were you like what was it that maybe because all those setbacks really made you feel like you'd Really deserved and earned it, and like you wanted to get there and really show like what you're made of. Like, what was it? What were some of the key differences and some of the learnings you made in that maybe three years from what, the first time to the second, well, until this year?
1: One, I guess, one thing I definitely had the awareness of was how I didn't want to live in LA again. Yeah, you know, all the things that had happened or the way that I'd handle certain things or who I was as a person. Yeah. I had three years to think about all that because I'm every day I'm thinking about LA, all day I'm thinking about LA, and I'm just like. I don't want that to happen again I don't want these things to happen I don't want to be in that position so I'm like all right, cool if I go back I'm going to make sure I'm around people that always uplift me and and inspire me and that are creative people that are just amazing people that's what I want my friend circle to be yeah you know, I'm gonna live in an amazing apartment. Like, I just to the T, like I just had it all mapped, mapped out because out. I I'd made I wouldn't say mistakes, but just ways that weren't serving me the first time. And why wouldn't I? You That'd could look back now way. and
0: say that, yeah, it was a learning curve, and yeah, absolutely. Now with your new mindset, it was maybe a mistake, but at the time, mm-hmm. you thought that was the right thing to do. That's absolutely. all you knew. You yeah, know, that's that's yeah. all you can do. You know, you, yeah. all you
1: can do is what you can do in the moment, yeah. and then when you're blessed enough to have a couple of years or more, you can look back and like, alright cool, I learned from that, and I can mm. implement this now. And I yeah. think that's that's life everywhere. Totally. So I was li- literally able to reconstruct my life just purely by how I lived once yeah. into how I wanted to live mm. or an idea of how I wanted to live the next time. Obviously, you can't get to the T. And it actually turned out more amazing than I had anticipated. But I just knew what I wanted and I, I achieved and you know what I love
0: about that before we get into this last nine months is that you didn't just envision and visualize being in LA because that's an achievement in itself. But you went deeper and said, cool, while I'm there, I want to hang out with these people. While I'm there, I'm going to live here. While I'm there, I'm going to do this. While I'm there, I'm going to do that. Like You actually visualise the journey. And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong. It's like if they want to, like now coming up to the end of the year, people are going to set their you know, New Year's resolutions and set their goals for 2019. They want to make this much money and they want to drive this car and go on this many holidays and buy this house. But they don't really like look at what they need to do to make that happen or they don't visualise the journey. Because if you can map out that, all of a sudden that journey becomes... Almost a little bit easier
1: because
0: mm-hmm. you're you're ready for the speed humps and the hurdles and the roadblocks to come up, yeah. and you've already got a solution for that. So you, in a way, you already had some life experience there. So you mapped out, hey, cool. When I get there, I don't want to do that again. Mm-hmm. And you spent three years picturing that in your mind, 100%. and you brought it to reality when you went there.
1: And that's why I say like it's like that. That needed to happen. Yeah. You know, I feel like life's basically a lot of plus minuses and then at the end you get what it all equals out to be. So I just knew what had happened there and I just knew how I could implement it and change when I did get back there. So I had a lot of time to think about that. And so when I got back, it was just basically, all right, I'm here. It's like, cool, shit now it's real was <laughs> like yeah, alright yeah, yeah. alright now we've got to really got to do this thing yeah, yeah. you know it's like just, just, to... just, just getting the visa wasn't you know like that was amazing and phenomenal and huge but then it's like, it's like all of a sudden it's like alright I'm in the ring with Ali now uh, <laughs> I <laughs> took a couple of boxing classes Yeah, yeah you know yeah, what I mean um, so 100%. you get there and then it's a whole new beast you know and, and I was very lucky to have some great people that I met the first time awesome. that were able to kind of help me out to get me going and you know, I got a great apartment, you know, I, I I started doing things that I'd never done before. I started putting myself in situations that I'd never experienced. And in all that, I just kept learning and growing in such like the amount I grew in, in the in the nine months, like it's it's been the most I've ever grown in my life. You know, what I mean? and just being open to that and experiencing that, but then also being aware that I can enjoy it and embrace yeah. it and be yeah. grateful. Like okay. that's for me, that's everything, you know, and we talk about the details. Like, the gems mm. are in the details. You know, it's, it's like, you can you can tell me about a movie, but if I don't hear the details and the small minutiae of, mm. you know, things mm. that you want to happen, you don't get the full experience. Totally. You know what I mean? You just get, like, one side of picture rather than the full 3D or the full life experience. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, man, it, it's been the most amazing transformative experience of my life I so the, the first
0: time you went there if it all to, to say it all went well mm-hmm. do you think you mentally again mentally physically emotionally spiritually would have been like to say you landed a great role in a movie the first time you went there would you have been prepared for that
1: not, no no absolutely not yeah.
0: I mean like now we can say that because you know of
1: course I, I feel you know there's In certain people if you have certain characteristics and one of mine happens to be extremely resilient, yeah. You know, coming over adversity, that's that's basically my whole life's tale this far. Yeah. So I think I would have somehow got through it, but I probably wouldn't be able to appreciate it or deliver a A product that I would have been happy with. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just yeah. be like all right, I got through that. And hopefully, no one noticed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Or whatever it is. Yeah. But I mean, we were talking the other day. Now, for me, it's like, yeah, like the big movies are coming, or, or the big TV shows are coming, or all these big things that are, you know, we attract and we desire. Yeah, cool, they're coming. But I, that's not the work that I'm doing. You know, every day that that, I, that I'm alive, you know, I'm basically trying to challenge and grow. Just the things that are happening day to day. Just so when my life dramatically changes, it's like, all right, cool. You know, I, I'm more anchored. I know who I am. Yeah. I can't be stretched in directions that I don't want to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to be the man that I want to be in the place that I've created. And that's what it's all about for me. So it's like when life does dramatically change, it's like, all right, cool. Let's do it. You know, I know who I am. So it doesn't matter where we're going. It's like, yeah. I know who I am. I know I know where I'm going to be sitting. I know how I'm going to be reacting yeah. You know, obviously, there's certain things you can't control, but one thing I know that I can control now is the direction I put my mind in. And, you know, everything else, whatever happens, it doesn't matter because my mind is going to be where I want it to be, and that's going to be positive and and it's going to be open and ready to go. So, like, if things turn dark, my mind's ready whatever you need you know, I'm going to overcome I'm going to overcome and, and just going through all these adversities yeah. the last 3 4 years or the last 25 years yeah. you want to say yeah. it's like I know I've got all these tools it's like let's get at yeah. it yeah. you know what yeah. I mean it yeah. doesn't matter what's going to happen and if I you mean, don't have
0: a tool for the situation it might be a whole new beast that hits you because you're going through so many so much adversity you'll learn how to adapt to that percent and take down a work like well I've never experienced this before this is a new one I haven't had this challenge or this problem or this Whatever it might be, cool. Well, I've done it twenty five thousand times already. Yep. I can do it again for this one.
1: Hundred percent. And you that's know. and that's why I think if you're blessed enough to have adversities early on, yeah. I feel like you've got great tools. I'm not you. saying that everyone else can't have these tools. It's like, well, you're just not gonna get them yet. Yeah. You know, and and there's gonna be adversities that I'm not gonna be ready for still to come at me, but I need that. Yeah. Otherwise I can't get to that next that's level. How you grow.
0: That's where that's where growth is. When you get in challenge and push back. Yeah, you know, and again, you only really learn that when you go through it, and then you get through on the other side, and then you do look back and say, "Wow, well, look what that just taught me." Mm -hmm. That whole six months, twelve months, one week journey, like where where that shit period happened, look what that just taught me, and that's something that you take and keep forever. Yeah, you know, you've got that forever.
1: That's all. And one thing that I'm very grateful for is the the mindset and, and and all the the mental work and spiritual work that you can do every single day. Sure. But now, when I come up against things, I just have an innate little voice in my head. I'm like, all oh, right, what are we meant to be learning here? Mm-hmm. It's not. It doesn't go straight into the emotional brain anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it goes straight into you know the logical Love and it. just open mind. You know, what I mean, like I don't know how. And that's obviously like,
0: come from you creating that. Like that obviously wasn't the way it always was. Mm-mm. Was there anything in particular that you can look back on and say, well, cool, well, this helped me think that way?
1: Absolutely. I uh, a couple of friends that I attracted into my life again really just took me on a journey that I hadn't been on before like I knew some things about you know meditation and spirituality and stuff yeah. like this but just by being with these people and seeing these people you know overcome just as much adversity as me if not more you know and then seeing how they kind of looked at things and how they reacted and, and then seeing how they were able to o- alchemize or overcome yeah. or even um rise above the situation just by just like okay cool whatever's going to happen cool because i know i'm good you know, like I'm good. Like Where does
0: that come from, though? What makes you first thing, like something you get a text message, an email, a phone call, someone says something to your face in a meeting, or whatever it might be, that isn't what you wanted to hear? Mm-hmm. How is that now your first response?
1: I think by realizing how much control I was trying to have on things. I feel like for me, the the main things that have changed that are, that make me look at life a lot differently, whether it's a positive situation or a challenging situation is I don't control as much, I judge less, and I have more compassion. You know, I mean, those three things, like me, I was very judgmental. Mm, Less controlling, be less controlling, judge less. Not less controlling, just understanding you have no control.
0: Correct, of certain things, It's like,
1: why am I worried about that, or why am I trying to change this? That's just like grabbing a ton of bricks and like, here, get on my back. It's like, I don't even need to do that. You know, I don't even actually need to worry about that. Like, that's not even a factor in my life for now like and i'm going over there trying to get this bag of bricks and chuck it on my back. like no i'm good like i don't need that it doesn't matter you know instead like letting go of control like all right cool like i literally have no control over what's happening here yeah. except for what direction my mind is going of course in. so it's like it doesn't matter what's coming against me or what's coming to me or trying to come through me as long as my mind is good and that's the only thing i have control over i'm going to be fine and like that was huge for me so it's like all right cool uh, <laughs> All right, I'll get knocked back, or knocked back, or no auditions, or all these auditions, or you know, whatever. When we're chatting out like that,
0: you say you did like what fifty or something yeah. in that period of time and in nine months, yeah. And that's like some
1: crazy. That no one. I I I'm, I don't know any other actor in LA that's done that. Um, I've been very blessed, especially now with the market. It's it's really pushed for you know open diversity or uh, ethnically ambiguous people, you know. Um, um, and I'm so happy that it's moving in that direction it's not so white cut cookie yeah. cutter you know got to look like yeah. Tom Cruise or Brad Pitt type <laughs> yeah. of thing yeah. you know yeah. you, can, you can be the De Niro looking guy or yeah. whoever you know Correct. Asian or it doesn't matter so now they're open to all these ethnicities and mm. basically there's just been so many projects and great roles for open open ethnic, ethnicity yeah. which I am you know I, I look you know, you can't really tell what I am, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. So, like, I, I've just been going in for a lot of big, yeah. big projects and amazing roles and getting very, very close and then just missing out or just not being right for it, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, and...
0: you see, you did, like, 14 in 14 days?
1: Yeah, I had this I had this really big push at, like, the end of August or the start of September. And, yeah, like, I just while, like, some huge, huge opportunities uh, came my way and I did really well and I got pretty far with some didn't work out in the way that i guess i would want it but now i realize like i just came to that level to experience that level so the next time i'm in that position i can even go even higher because i've got like before i've got all that information from the previous time you know like i'm I'm loading up the bullets you know it's like all right cool i made it to the battle station shit i forgot the bullets like all right maybe i can fake my way through here it's like oh this guy's got the right stuff i don't think he's a killer yet though there's yeah, something okay. not quite yeah, there. And then yeah. all of a sudden you come back with the balls, like, this is, this is the motherfucker that we want. The, yeah, correct. You know this what mean? So I mean? So that's how I kind of see it. I'm like, yeah. oh, cool. Everything nice. that happens, I'm like, there's information there that I'm going to take and it's going to land somewhere in the future with yeah. me. Yeah. And I, I, I absolutely appreciate So, in that, that period
0: of time of nine months, how many auditions would un- any other actor, like, I don't want to say average, but just say like a, a guy who's sort of maybe chasing his drink, or mm, a female, right, how man. much would they potentially do?
1: Mm, I, I would say on average, if you, you know, if you're in... that, Say you're in the open ethnic class. Yeah. Right? You know, you're ethnically ambiguous. I would say you might get one a week. Okay. You know, that might be just the standard or average. You know, it might be even half that or something. But okay. say one a week. If you get one a week, you're... You're, you're, pretty, doing, you're doing pretty well. You're pretty well. happy with your actor. You know what I mean? Um, so, you're getting one
0: a week over the nine months.
1: Over the nine months. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, whatever that is. Yeah. 36 or something. Yeah. yeah. And, but the fact, like... So I've got all these friends who are pretty established actors, you know, and like very high up in the level that they're at, much higher than I am. And like I'm going, I'm getting three, four, like I would say I an average three a week. And fortunately for me, I don't really go for, you know, I don't go for the, the, the guy that doesn't get the girl. I don't go for the, the, the little dweeb or the nerdy <laughs> kind of guy, you know. I'm always going for lead roles. Yeah. You know, yep. and grateful for that i got great management yep. both here and, and in LA and yeah man we just we put so many seeds in the ground in that nine months it's like alright cool like and I told you my first audition I went there and I just bombed out <laughs> yeah, like that's what right you telling me yeah, I yeah, never yeah, auditioned yeah. in the room before yeah. and you're in LA and then all of a sudden you're, you're in this studio and they're making million dollar movies every couple of weeks you're like shit like where am I it's yeah, like alright this, yeah. this is the next level yeah. you know and you're in there and you actually remember dropping all the lines. I'm like, all right, cool. That's a learning experience. Yeah. It's like, all right, cool. Well, now yes. after next,
0: 50, under your belt, you just like... Oh, like
1: after 20, it's like, let's go in and handle, you know, let's do let's my do business. let do business. There's a couple times there, you know, I'm like, you know what? You, you, you learn who you are as an artist, you know what I mean? And, and I remember this one audition I had, it was for like a, a gang member, which I got a lot of that kind of stuff. And they had him talking like a dentist. Like, the way this gang member who'd been in prison his whole life had, was speaking from, like, a Mexican hood, you know, saying words like per- perseverance and preponderance and stuff like this. Like, that ain't, a, you know, that's not your stereotypical gang member. Like, I'm like, I don't yeah. know who... Like, I just had him speak. Who was like writer? a, who like was a, a, a highly writer? educated <laughs> Harvard graduate yeah. or something. Like, this guy had yeah. never been to school before. And I remember I had, like, a moment with the casting director and they're like, what, what are you reading? What are these lines? I'm like, oh, I changed it a bit because there's no way this guy would speak like this. I know people like this and they don't speak like this and you know they, they kind of looked at it as like good for you but like who the fuck do you think you are like you can't just go and change the writer's words you know that's like a big disrespect depending on the writer obviously of course so but I was like you know what I'm, st- I'm making a stand here you know like for me as a person I'm not going to go and just make this because you're saying I have to make it yeah. it's like I'm Going to do this, it's going to be real, it's going to be authentic, yeah. And that's the type of actor that I want to be, yeah. The type definitely. of person that I want
0: to be, but that comes back to what you said before as well. It's not like acting, it's like if you're in it, you're in it, like you can't, That's definitely acting. Those if you're trying to be a, a gangster, yeah, if you're trying to be a gangster talking like a dentist, then that becomes acting because mm-hmm. you have to actually think about speaking properly. But if you want to play the role and like be in it, like I'm,
1: I'm a gangster right now, mm-hmm. you can't. Like, you're going to talk like, like... I mean, unless I think, unless the scenario says it, like... If, of course. He, you know, he came from the street went to be a dentist. Okay, cool. Exactly you right. ri- If you've written in the character description, being in prison since he was 11 years old, and never, <laughs> went to, never went to school... Oh, well, definitely. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? Like, it's just like, what are you... He's what, probably got minimal education. What are you trying to prove? Yeah, he's yeah. 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 like a very weird too. This is real. Correct. But, um... I, what was I, your
0: favourite audition?
1: Favourite audition... Out of the... the, the, the was, so they're remaking this show from the 90s for The Party of Five. Okay. Um, huge show, and basically, it's about the immigration that's going on in America right now. Yeah, um, not sure if you guys are familiar, but basically, they're snatching away kids um, that were illegal um, from Mexico. You know, they, they, they gave it a Barack Obama's program or his administration gave out what's called the DACA, right? And these are kids that have come over the border as kids, but their parents are illegal, but they've come in, so they're like, you know what, if you identify yourself as an illegal, we'll give you a working visa and a permanent residency. Okay. Right, so there was like eight hundred thousand of these, wow. um, Central American, South American, and, and then Mexican, obviously, that came. And then all of a sudden, when Trump's administration came in, they closed the DACA program. So then all of a sudden, you had like eight hundred thousand plus people fear that they will get deported any day. You know what I mean? So then they, were, you know, and the kids were getting taken away from the parents and putting in basically putting into these little cells. And they had a girl die from Guatemala the other day on in one of the, the prison cells because they didn't give her any water for eight hours and she had like a 107 degree fever you know they're just mistreating all these people so this this is all based on that kind of thing the party of fire it, was, it, was, it was a Latino thing and I was going for the oldest brother who you know who's an actor who's a musician actually and basically he's trying to chase his dreams and then all his parents basically own this restaurant and they get deported they yep. get taken away you know and he the oldest kid he is a ducker kid so he doesn't know if he's going to get deported himself but yep. all the other younger siblings were born in America so they were good okay yeah. Right, so basically, they're visiting the parents. He's got a, He's like, "Do I give up my dream to take care of the family because I'm the oldest?" Mm-hmm. So there's all mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. kind of influence, and it was just, it was, it was an amazing role, and I got really, really far with thing that thing. So made, you, like, you connected top three, absolutely. It was heartbreaking, you know what I mean? You're reading the script and you're crying because you know you're saying goodbye to your dad and realize it's the last time we are going to see him. Because if I cross the border, I'll never get back yeah, into America. Yeah, yeah. You know that yeah. kind of that level of thing is like that's like that's that's too much. Like that's wow, what a role. You know what, what you can do for that like how many millions and millions of refugees or people seeking asylum in the world are you going to represent playing Damn. this role you know what I mean like and that for me was like everything I was like absolutely I'd love to play this um, so like I remember I went in for it and they really liked me so I went back in for producers they really liked me and then I think I went back in for a studio session and you know did it did it I felt like it was a great audition and basically they Is the audition the else? same every three times? It depends. Sometimes they time. give you a new scene, or they okay. keep giving you the, the same scenes Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. usually it's kind of the same scenes. They might add one or something okay. like that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, you know, so you know, I was, in, I was in Sony Pictures, the studio down in LA, there, and went in to you know top floor, and there's like six people in the room. You go <laughs> in, and I was like, you know what? I've made it this far. I'm grateful for this opportunity. Yeah. Let yeah. me just go in here and just beat me. Like yeah. that's all I can do. Yeah. You know, that's all I have control over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I did that, and that they actually went with a more, they, were, you know, obviously I'm Australian Hispanic or Colombian Spanish, but they went with an actual Mexican kid, okay, which he, yeah. he might have been even the better actor, you yeah. just don't know, you don't right know now, yeah, yeah, but you can't be attached you see the movie's to coming out. well exactly, yeah. Yeah, you can't yeah. be attached to it either, yeah. but um, yeah. that's that was definitely the, the most connected I felt to yeah. it. Right. I, I mean, favorite. I auditioned for a Vin Diesel movie, and like he's always been an idol of right? <laughs> yeah, my kid, yeah. so I was like, all oh, right. Do that. That'd be sick, um, yeah. Bad Boys 3, yeah, that'd have like, been cool, yeah. That'd have been
0: cool, but again, like you said, you've planted seeds oh. for nine months all over in in LA, yeah. Like 2019 is going to be huge, you know. And yeah. if it's not those particular roles, like you've met how many people, or how many producers, how many writers, how many just casting agencies, on. you know. And again, if someone does that, you know, like you said, in that period of time, someone might have done 30 to 35
1: auditions, you've done 50, mm-hmm. why? I feel it comes down to it comes into a lot of things because I have, I don't not to bring it to race or anything, but I, like a, it's kind of a little bit a factor here. I got a lot of friends who you know are white American actors, and they're not auditioning really at all. There's not really that many roles for you know the white actors right now, um, or the, the Caucasian actors yeah. you, know, you want to say. Yeah. Just because it's so diverse, they're trying to really include you know because there's been so much di- di- diversion or exclusion yeah. in the past. Yeah. you know what I mean I'm sure it will come you'll even out slowly or whatever but it's just what it is right it's now just, it's just what it is it's so it was like this, it was
0: almost like it was a great time like you took three uh, and a half years to get your visa yeah. passed, you finally got it you got there and then all of a sudden there's an opportunity to smash out Yeah, auditions would I have got that
1: many auditions back three years, years ago? ago maybe not you know what I mean I, like I definitely would have got a lot but definitely maybe not that much you just don't know you know but the of market course. is definitely moving in the direction where I'm going to align with what yeah. they want
0: so what's the vision for 2019 2019? you're going back you're going to hang out there longer what's I'm gonna going go to go
1: there um, like be establish myself on a show or a film Yeah, and just, just work full time as an actor Yeah, that's that's literally the goal and I yeah. don't see that being too much of a challenge you know what I mean like with the mindset and just how much I'm willing to grind and, yeah. and, and I see it pretty clear you know what I mean like going back the last nine months like alright what did I learn and then it's like All right, I really know what the business is about now like mm. to the level that I'm at you know what I mean? So like now it's like cool audition three four auditions a week no problem let's let's handle that. How do I get to the next stage when they bring me back in? How do I feel about that? How do I handle that situation? How do I feel to the next? You know what I mean? I've experienced all those you know the top two top three kind of guys. Like I can know what those feelings feel like. Yeah. So now I'm gonna go back in again. It's like all right, cool. This is just another day. Let's do it. Boom boom boom. And then eventually I, it's just how life is. It's very you know, similar it to the pop. visa
0: story again. Like it took so many times and you had to get used to that backlash and that knock back and then go back again and go back again and then when you finally got the call you were like oh what Look, I'm in I'm Look, I've got it yeah. and that'll probably be a very similar situ- situation to when you actually get the call to say hey Josh you've got the role well
1: that's what happened to me the other day with the yeah that, spot on that movie that I yeah. you know, just that I just booked like like I was I knew that I was a great chance at it like I had the meeting with the director you know but that there was like two weeks in between and of course your mind you know wants to turn dark on you of course. usually you know yeah. the doubt and stuff so they all come up I'm like no it doesn't matter I'm not going to attach I'm yeah. not going to attach I'm meditating I'm visualizing it yeah. and I know it can happen absolutely why, yeah. why couldn't it happen yeah. you know that's how I live why not like absolutely it can happen I choose that and then so when I same thing when I got the calls you know I kind of knew when he called me I was like alright yes like this is, this, this is I'm, I'm believing that this is the call why would I not you know, why would I do that to myself? Why would I put up a dream and shoot mm-hmm. it down every mm-hmm. chance I get? So he called me and he's like, all right, cool. Well, I'm going to give you the, the short version, you know, like get straight to it. And he always does this to me. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, all right, cool. And he's like, well, they, you know, they, they auditioned all these actors all over the world. Um, and basically they they want to go with you. And I was like, <laughs> like, <what? laughs> like, like, I just froze. Like I didn't even have control of like, what, it was, like I just, not let I froze in disbelief, but just like, like the mind didn't know which direction to go in almost it was like it was trying to shoot it down but then it's like you can't shoot it down you got it motherfucker like you know it's so like me. the, de- the, the yeah. delay was a little bit like I'm like oh so I got it and he's like yeah you got it I was like oh, I was like, oh man that's great oh wow and you know, and that's and that in itself is an experience so then you know going forward I will use those feelings and that memory yeah. to create again totally. you know what I mean and that's what I feel, feel like you've done it once you do about. it again 100% it's very
0: similar to what you just said there my, one of the questions I have is like, was there, has there ever been a moment today where you said shit like this is real now, like this is like what I'm gonna do, like this is it.
1: I, th- I I'm not
0: saying that you've made it. I'm not saying right, like right, yeah right. cool I've made it. I'm not saying that. I'm saying like, have, was there a moment where you said cool like I've committed, like mm-hmm. almost like you said before like I've swam this far. far yeah. I'm not gonna go back to not being and chasing that dream. I, I In your eyes, you see a moment where it's like, yeah.
1: I had a I had a pretty reputable teacher, you know, his Academy Award, Golden Globe, Emmy-winning teacher. This guy taught a lot of very famous actors, yeah, know, Brando, De Niro, Mark Ruffalo, yeah. you know, like yeah, yeah. Kevin Bacon, like some pretty big people, right? Gosling, yeah. um, and he's very respected. And he, and he, I guess, he respected me because of my ability to just keep persevering, and just. Not know what I'm doing, but keep you know falling on my face and like just that attitude of just unrelenting. I'm gonna get mm-hmm. this. I'm gonna get mm-hmm. this. And we had a conversation. We went and seen the the LA Philharmonic, you know, the the opera, and, yep. and, we're, and we're sitting there and we're, we're walking back to Hollywood Boulevard and kind of looking at this. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I think people don't realize how much they want their dream because they don't put it into a big enough perspective and then accept those costs. And I was like, you know, if you if you say, oh, I'll give this five years and then give up at five years if it doesn't happen. I'm like, that's, you don't really want it. You know, it's five years, all right, that's not really that much. I'm like, do I want, how bad do I want this? Am I willing to give 50 years to this dream? And I might not be making it in that 50 years. You know, I might be, you don't even know, but I'm like, am I willing to keep at this for 50 years? Like really, like ask yourself deeply in your soul, what's the first thing that comes? I'm like, absolutely, absolutely fifty years I'll give this, you know. And that kind of that was the first time I was in LA and I was like, all right, cool. So that kinda always kinda drove me. And then just having friends, get some some success, you know, Definitely. my age. And I'm like, oh yeah. cool, it's possible. It's po-, you know, like, oh right, yes, yes. And then and then you start to attract little pieces. You get a couple of independent films mm-hmm. and you know, you, you get a couple of episodes on neighbours and yeah. you know what I mean? it's like oh you know and, and things just start to slowly but surely happen. And one thing obviously for me I, I always kind of Neglected the fact that it's like I'm ticking these boxes that I put up on the board for myself, but not looking back and like, oh, I did that. But then, you know, a year and a half, two years later, or three years later, you're like, oh my god, I, like I, I literally have done everything that I set out yeah. that I was trying yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I found when I was back in LA, I, uh, I, I had this planner back in 2011. that's I remember the date, and I did a timeline. I was like, all right, get, you know, get a job in the mines, get a visa, get a passport moved to LA, blah, 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 you know, like all these things. And then boom, I did, I smashed all that, but didn't look back at it. And then I came back to the mines that first time and I'm looking at it. I'm like, Oh shit, I did that. And then I read another one, you know, 2015 or whatever it was, boom, boom, all these things, go back, get a movie, neighbors, whatever. And then I I was in my apartment this year, like five months ago. And I was like completely broke, like no cat, like dried up, (laughs) no money. just like living on credit cards and, and, this is in LA. This is in LA, and, yeah. and I'm looking. I'm um, in ranch juice. <laughs> I'm like, I oh, know what's gonna happen, and I, I open this book up, and I just find this loose bit of paper, and I look at it, man, and I'm like, holy shit, I did it again. I looked, and I literally looked at, it and I'm like, wow, I achieved literally all this, and now even so much more. And that for me was like a huge like kiss from the universe, you know, like seeing that and, and this. Being present and being able to appreciate those feelings of like actual achievement, totally. accomplishment. Definitely. You know, like I love that. I was like, oh man. And then that just that gives you your fuel. And then all of a sudden, you know, life just starts opening back up for you. You know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. think it's closed, but it's like, no, you're the one who's closed yeah. right now. Yeah. You definitely. need to open yourself back up. Totally. And then I feel like those little gifts yeah. is your subconscious leaving them for you in the times of need. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know? Do you obviously a lot of people like want to get into acting and, mm-hmm. and music and film and play and whatever it might be. What separates you, though, to chasing that dream? Like, why you, like, what is different, special? How are you wired to continue to want to do it? Like, every second person you probably speak to, it's in one day, I think I considered one day in one period of time, like, wanting to chase that dream of being an actor, entertaining, because I love that. I've gone another direction now, I never did it but you tried it didn't work out the way you wanted it to work out the first time you went what was so what's special about you to want to get out of working on the rails and, and doing that to wanting to continue chasing and get into even if it wasn't acting even if it was something else even if it was a sport even if it was whatever it was and said no nah, this is what I want to do like why how like, what is it about you what are those traits what is that thing about you
1: I mean, for me, I feel like a, like a, even, you know, the circumstances that I've come from, like I always knew that there was, like I always, that's that, that inner feeling of something great, that mm. greatness within myself, like I always knew that I couldn't put my finger on like, what is it? But I just, it's undeniable to me there's something great within me. Yeah, you know what I mean? And just the is way... it from it, a younger age? Or when you... I when think you, it was just like always getting through and surviving yeah. the, the things that I survived and then like getting a bit older and like... Oh, there's something I got so much in here I don't know what it is I don't know how to it's, there's something there I don't know what it is you know what I mean and the older and older I got then it, you know it, it's you know it's kind of gone to the entertainment you know direction mainly acting but I guess what would separate me I mean I believe in myself immensely but also I'm still going to be rocking up 50 years later yeah where other people two years they're going to pack yeah. it up or yeah. you know 10 years they might pack it up you know you don't know if, all I'm worrying about is rocking up the next day correct and that's what that's, that's yeah. what I know I'll, I'll continue yeah. to do so whether that separates me or not I mean that's but what is it
0: about you that's like made you go back and like keep going and spend nine months there then come back to Australia and then go again next year and you know spend three and a half years here envisioning what you wanted mapping it out getting knocked back seven times and then finally on the eighth time getting the visa what is it about you
1: I just I don't I just cannot I, I just can't live with the fact that I gave up on something that uh, that I truly was in love with and that I care about, you know what I mean? And it's like, all right, cool. If I really tried for 50 years, you know, and I don't make it or whatever, I don't see that happening, but it's like, at least I tried, you know what I mean? I have to at least give it the, you know, I have to empty out first before I can say, all right, I, just, yeah. I really have nothing else to give.
0: Has it been a time in not in acting or, you know, it could be in acting where you have quit on a situation. But it could be sport, um, could be work, could be life. I mean, where you just hitting the fucking I'm out.
1: No, I don't think it's quitting. I think it's more like this isn't really serving me in a way that I want. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I, you know, am I playing footy because I'm trying to make the AFL? Or am I loving it? Or am I just doing it because it's something to do? Am I really enjoying it? Yeah. Is it teaching me anything? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, am I working for this boss and him being disrespectful or you know doing this job that I hate? Yeah. Is is me saying no I'm not going to do that to myself quitting I don't think it is I think it's just me putting myself forward and be like you know what I'm, I'm going to look after me has there it's, been a moment
0: though where you've quit on yourself um,
1: on anything I'm sure there has but I, I I don't know if it's quitting I think it might be like throwing in the towel but not real, you know not fully yeah. relenting to a situation okay. you know what I mean like yeah. it's just yeah, no, like coming from like like I said, the background, like we just it just wasn't a situation where you could quit. You yeah. just need to keep moving forward. Yeah. Like, you know, at the end of the day, like there's I very a much feel like there's always you know, I had to always find solutions. Yeah. So like yeah. quitting, there wasn't really that option, yeah. Um in life. So like it's like all right, if I can't do it this way, how am I gonna do it? So it's always been like that, you know, because not when you've got no one else to lean on, mm. you gotta, you know, have that resilience and you gotta have that mindset it's like, this is this is horrible, or, this is absolutely agonizing or excruciating. But I'll find a way out because I have so many other times. You know what I mean? And So I don't think I've ever quit on myself. Maybe in the gym, you know, like I've cheated on a rep or something. <laughs> you know, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Or like I haven't completed a book or yeah. something like that. But those are now things that I'm implementing in my life. Correct. That I'm like, all right, I'm... In that complete. situation of like, to
0: say for a gym session, right? Or a training session. Have you ever, maybe not so much quit, but known that you haven't given it 100%?
1: Oh, in the gym for sure. Like for me, because I've been such a naturally gifted athlete and you know, I've always been very muscular very strong yeah. like those things I never really had to work hard for so even yeah. me working at 75% it's still me out working the guy next to me Correct. I'm going to get more results yeah. from him yeah. but now that I'm realising it's not a race between me and him it's just me versus me so now I'm 100%. always yeah. trying to empty right out yeah. before I'm like alright I'm good
0: and do you get ju- I wouldn't say well, we don't really care about people judge us or not but do people comment because again for sometimes for you it happens so much naturally so much more naturally and so much easier when you do go 100% that makes other people look like shit in a way do they give you and you're not you're not doing it for that reason <laughs> you're purposely in your mindset I'm giving 100% but your 100% to some people could be like they 5,000% right. you know do you cop slack for that like when you walk into an audition and you're like I'm going to own this shit and like you walk because you naturally walk with that presence like, I've told you this forever like you walk around and it's just like who is that like he's a man of some power but you just naturally condone that by the, the way you move when you do give one hundred percent, does that come with backlash from others? Even though it may not affect you, but do you cop some sort of hate backlash, whatever it might be?
1: Well, in acting, it's it's not really it's 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 not like the you know like a footy field or a footy or any sort of sporting environment. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's at you know, the end of the day, the people in the waiting room don't know what you did. Yeah. In there, you know what I mean? Yeah, Unless true. you get the job. Yeah. Like oh, he, he booked it. You know what I mean? So it's like. You go in and there's, there's there's a stereotypical type of three or four types of guys. There's the guy with the headphones in, you know, in his little world. There's the guy meditating, you know, trying to be your zen and <laughs> meditating. There's the guy going over his lines, you know, and then there's the guy walking around. And then there's me where I'm just sitting there and I'm kind of looking at everyone, just taking the room in and just appreciating the experience. That's yeah. what I really go in mindset-wise. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't think you cop black backlash. That's one thing I definitely like about Americans, which is very dissimilar to Australia. Is like. You telling someone you're trying to achieve something, their, their first kind of reaction, if they're a half decent person, is, "Oh man, that's awesome! Like, keep going!" Like, but it's always positive, like positive first. Yeah. first. You know, you kind of tell people here, like yeah. yeah, it's here in Australia that they're, they're more likely to chop you down, than yeah. you know, the tall poppy, tall syndrome, poppy or syndrome or whatever. Totally, but yeah, yeah not, not so much backlash. You know, um, my friends, i like, if they see me like kind of cheating myself a little bit, or you know, like not running my lines as much, like, they're like i will call you out. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, you came all this way, you know, like, and, and, and then you, you, around, well, you You know what I mean? So that's, yeah. I'm very, and I created that. Yeah. You know, I mean? I'm grateful that I attracted those things into my life, those yeah. people. Yeah. So, no, I don't really cop backlash. I mean, yeah. anything physical, I mean, things that I do physical now are directly linked to mentality and spirituality. You know, yeah. I do a lot of martial arts. So, like, yeah. That was my next question.
0: Like what do you do for training?
1: That's that's one thing where I'm like, you know what? If I go into a gym, yeah, if I go into, like, say, a, a, a weights gym, I'm going to be, I'm not going to be the smallest guy. I'm probably going to look relatively great. You know, yeah. It doesn't matter if I train or not. Yeah. You know, so that's naturally a breeding ground for ego. Totally. You know, but like when you go into, you know, a, a martial arts gym, whether it's Muay Thai, Jiu Jitsu, or whatever it is, you can go in there, the, the littlest guy in there could be beating everyone up, and he probably won't even say anything about it. And that's what I absolutely love. I'm like, if there's any opportunity where I can really diffuse that ego and, and, and live in that place where ego is not real, you know, so like completely be humble and just experience and learn, I'm like all about it, you know, because naturally, you know, just by sports and life, I've, I've always kind of, being in that ego place because I've just kind of naturally been really good at nearly yeah. most things that I yeah. do you know what again, saying?
0: naturally just gifted it just happened for you yeah. yeah so it's like I didn't really have to work for it you know? yeah. so it
1: wasn't that appreciation it was like yeah you know I can do this it's fine whatever but mm-hmm. yeah martial arts it, it's you know I've been very grateful to be at a really amazing school um, and I've got amazing coaches and just constantly humbling myself and learning and and, and, and just putting into practice that kind of mindset. It's like, oh, yeah, cool. I know nothing, and that's that's Socrates, mm, you know. It's mm, like, I mm. die a dire man who knows nothing. Definitely, and it's fine like that. Totally. So the, the more I come at peace with not, you know, realizing that I don't know as much as I might think I do, so I can be open to learning as much as I can. Totally. That's where I want to You're be.
0: continue growing and evolving that way as well. 100%. If you start every day almost like a, a blank canvas and to be open to the possibilities, mm-hmm. uh, and it was something you said before as well, where it's you, you learn something. It was like when you said you learned from the first time being in LA that that's not how you wanted to live. Mm. Did that in a way like see so for me, i look, I look at every situation as some sort of inspiration because we I always say like to all the people that I work with, I tell them, look, you don't even know who you're gonna be inspiring, so you always need to be great because we could be walking down the street saying now we're gonna get a coffee walk down the street and someone's wearing like a, a mad jacket or nice shoes like that I like the, the way he's got his outfit set up mm-hmm. he doesn't even really realise that where are inspired by the way he's conducting himself and the way he's gone about dressing himself for that day right on many different levels do you find yourself now being that little bit more experienced in LA being there a couple times that people are coming to you asking for feedback and do you find also that you know by hanging out with that better group of people maybe compared to the first time and having a totally different experience has helped you to gain better results and be a better person in general
1: 100% um, I, I, I like to think that I'm open for inspiration as much as possible yeah um, no matter where it comes from and if any time I'm in a, in a place mentally where I have some resistance to, to, to someone I don't go to them first I'm like what am I what is it about them that's affecting me that I don't like because it's probably something inside myself that I don't really like and then I kind of address it that way then I'm like right, cool I try and open myself back up to a situation but definitely having friends who are you know really working on some really big things and that are constantly working you know they're a few years ahead of me if you want to put it that way yeah. um and watching them and then get, getting knowledge from them yeah um i like to think that we're all like mirrors you yeah. know so we see each other and we see the same kind of issues and, and we're watching how each of us kind of deal with it mm-hmm. and it's funny that it happens to be a kind of universal way of dealing with things as long as you're open and keeping your head straight you know, positive things always come out of it. Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and say if a negative attitude. thing does yeah. happen, it's like, well, the positive is probably going to be even bigger. Correct. You know what I mean? Spot so on. it's like when when you take that even bigger forward, it's like, whew, all right, how yeah. high am I going up Yes. Yeah. yeah. So cool. Let's let's yeah. all right, let's do it. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm tucked in. Let's let's handle. Let's handle what we need to handle. I love
0: you look at the waves. I'll always look at Those downs it's just momentum mm-hmm. to get the up. Yeah, yeah. It's like you cool. I'm having off. a down, but I'm building up speed. I'm going down hard, but I'm going to straight back up. You and you look at those waves of you know success or whatever it might be. Um, and it's life. all just that moment, life in general yeah. You know, it's just a waves And it eventually slowly slowly goes higher and higher mm-hmm. um, And it all just comes together uh, To finish on Has there been one thing Whether it's in acting, from the minds From leaving home when you are 14 Has there been any one person Or any one thing that you've heard Someone's told you, you've read, you've seen That's just stuck with you And it's sort of like one thing in your head That you always think about Maybe, maybe it could be a mantra it could be a, a saying it could be a quote it could be a way of living is there anything that you always sort of like just go back to and it's just in your head yeah no, I don't go back
1: to I mean I've been very fortunate to have many things now um, but I think the most important thing is run your own race you yeah, know and just by understanding that I think it takes away judgment, I think it takes away ego, I think it takes away expectation and attachment to things. So, you know, it's uh, as long as you're running your own race and, and you, because we know when we're giving 100%, yeah. and if you're truthful and honest in that, and, and, you're, and you're doing the best that you can do in whatever field or whatever situation, and then you, you, know, you finish that situation and and, you, and you're honest and you're empty. You ran your own race. Now, if you're having to finish ahead of other people, great. But realistically, you're always going to finish first in your mind if you've given everything yeah. you've got. I feel that's the truth. So, like, you know, I, I, would, I was really living in places of, like, comparing myself to this friend or, like, you know, trying to outdo this person or trying to, you know, be the hardest worker in the room, you know, like The Rock says. But I'm like, you know what, let me be the hardest worker in my mind. Yeah. Um, and finish my race empty. As long as I'm finishing empty... I can't actually do any better than that. You're correct. You know what yeah. I mean? So realistically, I, as long as I'm finishing on empty and I've just pushed and pushed and pushed, I'm doing so the best That's what you said yeah. before about that
0: losing control in a way of, like, you give everything and whatever else happens after that, you don't have control of that. Mm-hmm. You've got control of you going from zero to 100 and giving 100%, then...
1: I feel that's what the peace is. Yeah. The joy, you know what I mean? Like yeah. All these great things that we want i feel like they live in that realm of peace and joy and happiness and a great friend of mine she told me that and it's like you know you can read all these books and you can listen to these audios and you can watch these videos on youtube and all this motivation stuff and do all this self-development and great you have the the saying in your head but when you actually live it and have that life experience of yeah. it you really then kind of own part of that yeah you know you own that part in you so for me, understanding that I don't have really any control besides what's going on in my own brain, that gave me immense amount of peace. Yeah. You know, allowed me to be free, allowed me to be joyful, and then from that place, just be able to create and just be able to be open to inspiration, be uh, empty um, of all the things that are stopping me be the best version of myself. Yeah, yeah. So that for me, that and was dropping
0: actually. all that extra baggage and extra weight of just the stuff that's not real. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Putting well, like, value on things that's new... not real. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, love that. Everything, man. Yeah, love that. I think, you know, for, like I said earlier, what is it that separates you to want to go? but then to actually go there and make it work, especially after going the first time. And again, like, like we said, if it did happen the first time going there, maybe you personally wouldn't have been ready, you know. So I think the second time, as we know, everything happens for a reason. So you're there, you're chasing, and then you're going back for another stint of time in 2019, which is looking like it's going to really flourish and all these seeds are going to turn to plants and they're going to give you so many opportunities Mm -hmm. um, to really put yourself out there. For any other inspiring actors, any other, wouldn't even have to be acting in in general, but people that wanted to follow something else and step out of, like you were working full-time on the rails and said, Mm -hmm. no, I want to do acting. Someone like myself as a tradie carpenter for 11 years said, no, I want to get into business. Or what's your, if if there's someone listening that's a, Corporate worker and wants to get into acting, or someone that wants to get into play a professional sport. Like, what is it that you would tell them? Like, what would be your piece or one thing to, to
1: yeah. not so much motivate them? Because
0: I've listened to David Goldman's you know, right. motivation bullshit. But what would you help them to maybe activate them? Say, you know what? Cool. You know, I listened to what Josh said, and you know that was me. Or I really resonated. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna make that phone call. I'm gonna write that email. I'm gonna take that first step.
1: I, um, I, had, I since coming back. I had a couple of people actually that I grew up with reach out that you know, wanted to be an actor and yeah and or just you know trying to be more positive in their life. I mean the things that I try and implement every single day it's not to be the best actor, it's to be the best human being or the best man that I can be because I know if I'm that then the acting will be fine because I have nothing holding me back. I have nothing that I'm stressing about or worrying about. I can be completely present in any moment, mm. you know. mean? so if anything for anyone like I told this young kid, um, basically I was just like. Realistically, I asked him, like, why do you want to be an actor? Or why do you want to do this? Or why are you doing this? Like, why, why, why? As we know the power yeah. of why. And like, he really couldn't give me, you know, a real honest answer, you know? And I was like, you don't know who you are, man. You don't know who you are. You haven't tested yourself. You know, you know, you're all surface right now. Like, I, I don't mean that in, a, in an offensive way, but that's just the reality from what I'm seeing. And like, I'm not sitting here saying I know who I am, but I, I'm, I'm constantly figuring it out and I'm making that journey so I know I'm this type of person already you know and that's subject to change but right now I know I'm this and this and this because I've tested in these places you know so like for him I was like you need to uh, you need to test yourself you need to figure out who you really are what do you really stand for in life you know what are you really willing to work for how hard are you really willing to give um, a dream or work for a kid you know your kid or yourself like how much do you love yourself like really like break that down and think about how do I treat myself or you know, finding out who you really are to the depth, I think that's the key to anything. Um, and once you kind of figure out a, a large part or even a small part, at least you've got somewhere to stand. You know, because if you How being, did you do that
0: though? How did you find. How did you go through that journey of finding who Josh is? What, what his values are? What he stands for? What it means to him? Firstly, why he wants to act.
1: Living, like, obviously, living through life. You know, you, you, you take bumps and whatnot here and there. So you kind of have experiences and you're like, oh, right, that's that. And I'm going to put that over there for now. But having the awareness and then reflect, because obviously you, you you're aiming for something on you know such a high level or such a difficult you know um, task or goal. Yeah. So then I feel like I'm getting in all these different boxing rings with myself and then, you know, I'm getting put in these different situations and I'm like, I look back and I'm like, all right, well, I overcame that. Why did I overcome that? Yeah. Or how did I overcome that? Yeah. And then, boom, I've got a little little chess piece on the on the board. And then, you know, I mean, all of a sudden, you know, you've got this army. I'm like, this is what my army stands yeah. for. This is yeah. who I stand for. This is what I'm fighting for. Yeah. This is how hard I'm willing to go for something. You could never have done that if you never actually put yourself out there, though. No way. You need, you need, yeah. you need to take that... For, like, when I was first realized like from the moment that I'm like all right why can't I be an actor that light bulb moment and yeah. literally like a light bulb on that hour
0: drive uh, yeah. that
1: hour drive I drove home I reached out to an acting school and then I'm like all right it's eight hundred dollars for eight weeks I'm like all right I don't like cool I'll just pay for the first two weeks you what know I mean? I'm just like just boom yeah. throwing myself completely yeah. in there like a bit naive at the same time young naive you know yeah. nothing but it's like all right I've got that young energy or whatever it is it doesn't have to be young but that's what it was at my experience yeah. And just jumped in and jumped in. And all of a sudden, you know, I was on the minds. And like just life just all of a sudden just put me in all these situations where I was able to get closer and closer and closer to these dreams. Mm, mm. And I feel like that's the most important thing. It's like you need to make that decision. And if it's a true decision within you and you really believe in it and you believe in yourself, then you have to attack yeah. it. Um, in the yeah. most I think being a little bit naive
0: is, is, Absolutely. is so important. because
1: I think you're going to be naive no matter what. Because totally, at the end of the day, yeah. you don't really know what's going to gonna happen behind like those doors. So yeah. it's like, you can try and be naive. It's like, nah, man. And you're, if you're, you're not, not being naive, naive, you're almost
0: overthinking it. Yeah, well, you're, you're just if, you're not you're, putting enough value correct. on it. Correct. And at the same, like you said, you, you would you say you learn more from being in it and like actually going through it? I think you have to be in it to learn it. Correct. And that's what I, I see a lot of people go wrong.
1: Reflection is where I think you know, you're able to really get the 3D version of it. Yeah. It's like, i got the PDF from being in it, <laughs> but like getting out of it and overcoming it and then looking yeah. back and then being able to look back and then explain it to someone else. Yeah. So they, they understand the teaching part of it. Or, that's you, when know, you really like, learn. Then you're like, all right, I really understand what this yeah. means now. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's time. You know, you that's, that's time. That's the experience. Because mm-hmm. people try and
0: plan it out. It's like, yeah, I'm going to learn on the go, but you're not actually even actually on the go. Like you're on the bench watching the game. Mm-hmm. Like you learn so much by playing footy like we both play footy like by actually playing. 100%. Like you can watch as many videos as you want like you can watch as much playback as you want like you can watch as much AFL on TV but you don't learn as much as you're actually like in it.
1: Well we say in acting it's like the learning is in the doing. Yeah. yeah, You know what I mean? You you can read all the plays you want recite all the movies you want but if you're not... Actually, doing it, you have the same skills. as your script.
0: Like that first one, you, you dropped the, drop the lines, right? Mm-hmm. You forgot them. You probably, how many times did you read them prior though?
1: Oh, like I had them down. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's what
0: I mean. So, like, but now you might read them, like you might have to read that line once and you've got it. Mm-hmm. But that, that doesn't come by just whatever, that comes yeah. by you, Exercise it the muscle,
1: exercise the muscle, exercise the muscle, you know, yeah. experience. And then, you know, this the the little details you get on the way, you know, you're like, oh, I can grab that, I can, yeah. that. I can use that as well, you know, totally. like, and then all of a sudden you rock up and. And you know, you've got a bazooka, you know. Like yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever you're more to have, You're you know? more well rounded. You've got more tools to be more adaptable yeah. in any situation. Yeah. yeah. That's just life. That's just gonna continue to happen. I mean, most people don't really stretch themselves and that's why they kind of mm. you know, don't really hit what they want. Or, you know, they're too scared to aim for something. Yeah. But then yeah. the people that you really that we admire in the world, the people that are really influential just happen to be, you know, some of the most Comfortable people in their own skin, purely because they've just jumped out yeah. and jumped out and grown and really seen who they are and yeah. they really know what they're yeah.
0: about. Life's full of risks anyway. Like if, if you do nothing, it's a risk because the world's 100%. forever changing. Like if you're doing nothing, you're actually falling behind. Mm-hmm. Because it, so if you, if you're going to go for something, yeah, it's a risk. But you're you're going to be risking not doing anything anyway. So both, if it's a yes or a no, you're both risking something. 100%. So why not go yes and learn something but instead of being no and be like, okay, cool. Well, I didn't learn anything. I'm actually feel really guilty now. Mm-hmm that I didn't push as hard as I could in the gym. Yep. Now I'm at home showering, knowing I probably could have done an extra set or an extra rep, or I could have read those lines better, or I could have done that sales call better, or I could have done that door-to-door person deal when I knocked on the door, I could have done it so much more better. Yep. Now you're at home thinking, fuck, I stuffed that up because I didn't give it 100%. Right. Or I didn't actually put myself out there. you know. And then, like you said, why are you doing it? Like, you probably could be letting, who are you letting down? Like it could be a family member, it could be an uncle, and auntie. You let yourself I'm down ultimately, but mm-hmm. the great thing That's where is, it starts from.
1: Yeah. is unless you're dead you still have another opportunity to change mm-hmm. it you yeah. know what I mean it's like yeah. I I, pff, I, gave up today yeah. but it's not that's not game over you uh-huh. know what I mean I think a lot of people was yeah. like alright well I tried but I you know I didn't make yeah. it it's like well what, you're still breathing like what, what's yeah. your excuse you know sleep, what I mean like, like, just yeah. keep going at yeah. it like and yeah. that's that's how I kind of live it's like oh, I didn't get it today what's next like just pff, boom 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 I'm willing to you know keep opening doors keep yeah. trying to kick them in yeah um, and I think that's a great mindset to have for me, especially. You totally, know, works totally. perfectly for so me. So, what,
0: what, what, to finish on, what's what, what's twenty nineteen? What's it going to look like? What's big? What's happening? Where's Joshy Diaz going to be? When, when are we going to see you on a feature film? What's your vision?
1: I'm filming the my first big feature film in Fiji. Nice. Uh, start of February. Fiji, huh? Yeah, oh, Fiji. Yeah. Never been there, so it's exciting. It's a, it's a big movie. Yeah. Um, so there's that, I'm going to go back to LA, hit pilot season, Yep. Um, just smash that out and just continue to keep auditioning and, yep. and um, have no doubt that I'll just be booking more and more and, and just that's my mindset. I'll just be obtaining more and more, learning, growing, failing, learning, growing and that's, yeah, that's, all, that's all it's about for me and as long as I'm keeping my mind sharp and feeding it things that are going to feed me and that uplift me and keep me in an elevated mindset... That's all, that's all I'm desiring. You know what I mean, all the other love things, it. that's where they're going to be sitting is at the end of that uncomfortability and that trust within myself. Yeah, they'll come on that journey. 100%. Yeah, I love that, man. Well, again, I'm sure we'll
0: check in some stage next year. Yes, sir. Uh, when, you're, when you're back in Melbourne, uh, we might rock up with an Oscar. <laughs> well, <I> mean, <laughs> it's you possibility. Know. You never know. We're, we're,
1: we're asking for that.
0: We're asking for it. If it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, it'll be the year after. It'll be 2020. Um, but no, I appreciate you coming on uh, for the first ever show. Um, it's, it's going uh, to be a big one but uh, yeah again have a, a safe new year and um, I'm looking forward
1: to uh, chatting in the new year 100% thank thanks you. Josh your boy